Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Beer's about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. Yeah. I'm jet propelled at all times. <laughs> How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example, and this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think it's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five, Beavis? (laughs) Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. That goddamn Patrick Rue from the brewery. (laughs) Left me a crap load of beer and is responsible for this mean, <laughs> wicked hangover that I have today. Why'd you drink so much of it? I was there. I was on a mission. I don't know. <laughs> and for me, it's a, it's an extra hangover because it's all that wheat beer that he left. <laughs> it's all Saison's and stuff. That wheat just makes me feel like shit the next day. Look like shit, too. Yeah. I'm on industrial strength hangover cures today, though. I'm going to say that. <laughs> it's good to have mom living here sometimes. Let me say that. Everybody, welcome Sully back to the studio. Hey. Today. It's, it's good to be back. I'm the only one applauding. I just want you to note that. I'm smiling. They're all sitting on their hands. Man, sure we are. I, f- I really feel like I haven't seen you in about six months. It's I, I swear to God, when I was driving, I had to like look at my map to figure out how to get back. How to get back to Pacheco? <laughs> I just met your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What do you think oh. of that, huh? <laughs> and and she's, I was very nice. I'm very good with parents, just so you know, kids. And uh, I and I met her dogs, which are really friendly. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm dating one right now. <laughs> Judging think, by the wet spot near your crotch, yeah, I would say one so. One of you is in love, yeah. I'm definitely a power bottom with that dog now. <laughs> yeah, you are. Well, you have a dog, right? So I'm, I'm hoping that you don't have peanut butter on your balls. It's that she's smelling your dog. Hey, what's wrong with that? <laughs> just guessing. Anybody <laughs> have peanut butter? If you still have peanut butter on your balls, it means your dog's not doing a very good job. <laughs> yeah. And your dog should be talked to. Or else I'm really good at it. Tell you what, it's been, uh, uh, you know, some things about having my mom around. It's been pretty cool. I've been putting that bitch to work. <laughs> oh. There's no, uh, the, the place is awfully clean. Yeah. yeah. There's no free rides around here. <laughs> there you go. She's been making brownies all week. All those hors d'oeuvres you got out there in the in the, yeah. in the studio, uh, the kitchen. Uh, that's, that's mom's in the, work. In the green room. In the green in the room. In the green room. <laughs> 
She did all my shipping this week. <laughs> really? <laughs> all those all those new wow. all those new BN glasses that we sold out of. Ma did all that shipping. Aww. She's like Daniela. <laughs> yeah. Remember the old days? You'd come here, it'd be a big like German food spread. It's yeah. true. Remember the lean years. Okay, we have back. prosciutto for everyone. Again. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so I treat my ladies, man. There's no free rides. You gotta work around here. <laughs> Feed me, do my shit. And uh, my mom met Nico the other night, too. We, we went down to dinner at the 2A. I heard about you were down there. And, uh, yeah. Your, your mom was there. Yeah, we took her there, yeah. and we took her out to see Jim Gaffigan, the comedian, that night, too. And uh, But, yeah, we went to your place for dinner. She loved your place. She really liked your That's place. That's great. And, uh, yeah, Nico was cool. He came over. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah we yep, yep, treated her yep. really nice there. Offered her a cigar, you know. <laughs> as Nico Good old Nico. That's what you do in Fresno. That's saying hello in Fresno. <laughs> oh, you're his mother. Would you like a cigar, joint, heroin? It's all here. Did you recognize him, though? Because, you, you know, Nico's kind of behind-the-scenes kind of guy. He is a behind-the-scenes guy. I had to talk about that with him. You did. He said, stop sending anything at all to Sully. Send it all to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you did that, you wouldn't get paid, though. I, <laughs> no. Well, that was, he said, anything behind the scenes. Even if you're going to invite Sully to the show. Send it to me. <laughs> All right. There you I'll go. make sure he gets it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys are uh, gallivanting around the world, though, getting these cans going, huh? I have not. You know what? I think you've been to the 2-1-A more often than I have yeah. in the last couple months. I bet. Yeah, I was... Uh, just you a lot of cans to get rid of? <laughs> yeah, we do. No, I've uh, I've just been... We, you know, we opened up a new market up in Alaska, so we were up in... Um, Fairbanks and uh, and also in Anchorage and uh, it's been going really well. I mean, really well. So we've got and we just have a couple, three actually, three or four distributors right now in the Bay Area. So sweet, yeah, good man. Yeah, it's just a lot of work. I mean, yeah, getting on these planes, man, are killing me. And then my mom was sick and she was she had an operation down in Los Angeles, so I was back and forth twice this past week because oh. uh, I had to come home and vote and then also to deal with my son. Was so. it breast augmentation Deal or more serious? No, no, no. It's the exact opposite of that. Oh, no. Uh, oh, reduction? No, no. My mom... Wow. My, okay, the long Hang on, sh- let me pull my foot out yeah, of my mouth Yeah, there you first. go. You're going to have to do that one. Thank you. Uh, my mom basically is uh, it has had a new pacemaker installed. She okay. had a new and improved version because she's had some problems with her heart associated with breast cancer. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> there you go. Sully burned out her heart as, Years a, as, as oh, a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> See, Sully, you broke my heart when you had to have law. a couple of things put back in, you know, to... Uh, Bring it back. So she's doing great. It's just good. every time my mom's in the hospital, it's always like there's always like a hiccup. You know, she doesn't oh. want to do it smoothly. So uh. it always it just had to work itself out. But man, it's a lot of goddamn work. <laughs> yeah, I hate hospitals. I cannot oh, stand yeah. them. So I don't like them much either. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my story. Good. No, well, I'm I'm, ha- I'm really happy to be here. It was great. I was actually down in Los Angeles and uh, ended up meeting up with uh, some of the boys down at uh, Lucky Baldwin with uh, Sven and Push. And, oh, good. Uh, John and uh, Drew Beach. I never met Drew Beecham before. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, he's a great guy. He's yeah, a really I mean, good guy. It was a, it was perfect. It was like you want to talk about the BN community. It's awesome because <laughs> I called up Push and he said, ah, "Well, I don't know if I can go." And I said, "Get down there. Listen, I got a, I got four hours. You're going to meet you there." Yeah. And then they all and then he called uh, John Palmer the gang. and all those gangs and they all met me down there. It was great. I paid for everything though, so. <laughs> well, you can't. I had to pay yes. for their. I had to pay for their friendship. That's why they went. So yeah, exactly. He's least, there. Hey. They, Feel like, good that you can at least buy a friend. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah, next time you want to beg him to come, they might push. Sure. I can like I can whore. see how the conversation went. He's at home, and you're on the phone with him. Uh, I, I don't know if I can go. Now get down here. All right, hang on a second, honey. Uh, <laughs> can I go out for a beer? No. It's Sully. Is he buying? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> 
That John Palmer's not going to be there, is he? <laughs> All right, I'll be there in five minutes. So. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were great. You know, his wife is funny. I, you know, I'm on this Facebook thing because I got nothing better to do with my time most of the time. Facebook and Facebook. Sorry, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. whispering it. Mm-hmm. And she posts every time I I have something on there. She responds to it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's if she's stalking she's me, a stalker, or uh, or I don't know what the hell's going on. She's but, trying to make uh, you Mrs. feel important. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She probably she's like that poor Sully. He never leaves Facebook. I better comment. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, mean, I want him to feel loved. It's so it, it is funny because I I don't brew as much as I used to. Not at all. And uh, right. and so I'm did on you? That, I'm on that damn. I did it one time. I I'm on that damn <laughs> one time. Just once. It was about ten years You're ago, just June seventeenth at ten fifteen in the morning. Yeah. You're just the and, face now. And she, uh, and she, uh, I don't know where I was going with this, but she's basically uh, constantly commenting on things. Constantly, you know, anytime I respond to somebody else, she comments on that. But she doesn't even know that person. It's just hilarious. <laughs> right. Mrs. Push. Well, step I, away from the computer. Leave me alone. In Mrs. <laughs> in Mrs. Push's uh, defense, just briefly, the poor woman is like laid up on crutches. Yeah, yeah, she can't true. even leave the house. She's probably delir- delirious on like oxycotton or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh come on, Sal. You know that every morning you wake up hoping that her post is going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, I got a question. All right. Totally irrelevant. Uh, beer cam. Are we having one today? Uh, we're not going to have the beer cam today right. because it's part of the problem I've been having with my computer the last couple episodes where I have to, the audio gets all messed up. And we need Skype for our guest today. Um, and I don't want to turn, the camera's going to mess with Skype is the long story short. So maybe after we're done with our interview late in the program, I could turn it on. But until then, we don't have a lot of beer, I think, to put on the beer cam anyway until later. So all right. um, no beer cam today. So our guest today, I'm not going to try to pronounce uh, the name of the brewery just yet, Uh, but it was sent to me as a clip from one of our Danish listeners. So (laughs) That'd be fun to hear you say that. Hi. In Denmark, we pronounce Midfuns Boikhus as Midfuns Boikhus. All right. Yeah. We pronounce train as train. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. In Denmark, we pronounce Midfuns Boikhus as Midfuns Boikhus. All right, so now that you've heard it, I'm going to go around the room, and I want everyone to try. I want to get this oh, over with now. Cool, I've been practicing. Uh, yeah. All right, good. Tasty's been practicing. Right. Because we got to, you know, it's going to be a long show, and if we don't figure this out now, yeah. we're going to be in trouble. We're going to embarrass ourselves. Right. So let's go ahead and start with JP, and let's see if you can do this. You know, I think I can do it pretty well, because I had a Danish this morning. <laughs> uh, I think it goes something like... Uh, <laughs> Okay, you know, are you done now? Can I say it? Making fun of you. Go ahead, give it a shot. All right, how about this? Midfuns Boikus. Wow, wow, pretty good, huh? You've really been been practicing. Well, Danish, that's close. Danish, yeah. Yeah. On his first try, and it was, it was, I was lying. It was even a bear claw. So, all right, Sully. I actually one time uh, actually dated a woman uh, who was Danish, and. and, uh, How'd anyway, you know? That's my well. She tasted like Danish. Um, oh, okay. Cheese <laughs> 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 Danish. <laughs> oh. I think it kind of goes like. I think you pretty much say it like this. Midfuns boykus. Wow. Boom. Right out of the box. Man. You guys are really good. Where have right. you been traveling lately? Well, <laughs> How did you practice? flew over that country, but I think they had a big banner out. <laughs> All right, uh, Shat. Let's go ahead and. Uh, <coughs> I'll give you. it a try right here. Midfuns boykus. Wow. You guys are all on it. Tasty? Okay, here goes. Midfoon Spoikus. <laughs> wow. I, the pressure's on, Doc. These I, guys uh, are. Uh, Doc, can you even pull it out of the box here? I don't know. Everybody hit it spot on. Okay, let's take it up a notch. All right, go ahead. 
Augustine Baruna. Good. Oh, oh, very good. Beautiful. Yeah. Your pronunciation is fantastic. <laughs> is right. Baruna or Barina? Mm, good question. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on where you put the umlauts. <laughs> All right, Doc, try it once more. Justin Bobistu. You did me a con. Rupin me. You lengthened it a little bit, but I like yeah. the style. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as you know, all the oots and oots are there. Yeah, just grunt a little. All right. Hi. In Denmark, we pronounce Midfuns Boikhus as Midfuns Boikhus. Midfuns Boikhus. That's how we're going to go with it today. You could play Midfuns them all day long. And In I America, never we pronounce JP. <laughs> yeah. So that's who's on the program today. Midfuns Broihus from Denmark, and uh, we're going to be talking to both the uh, one of the founders and um, also the brewer today. So stick around for that. We're going to be getting them on uh, just before six, I think. Does that sound right to you, Shat? Six before six. Ish. After 6. Are they sleeping right now? They are. <laughs> because it's going to be 3 a.m. there or something when they get on the phone. Oh, they're so going to be drinking. Get a cup of go. coffee and a Danish. Uh, well t- after t- 6? How far after 6 am I supposed to call them, Shat? At 7? Really? How did you find these guys? It's kind of random. I think they found us. I think they had sent a... They have this homebrewer program that they do where every 6 weeks or so they pick... Uh, a Danish homebrewer's beer recipe, and then they brew it commercially, and it's just this rotating program. Wow. So they had mentioned that to us, I think, just because they thought it fit in with the network and it would be free marketing. We talked about this, what, a year ago, maybe? Something like that. I think yeah. so. Yeah. That's an absolute crazy idea, inviting a homebrewer in to yeah. brew in your brewery. I mean, who would do that? I don't, I don't think... That's just mad. Would do the that. only thing crazier than that is to enter that beer in some sort of national competition. And think that you're going to win. Yeah. Who was thinking? <laughs> and totally waste all that money. Yeah. Stand there, have your heart medication go out the door, have a heart attack, be on suicide watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might may make you brew again. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough to make you brew. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's how we found them, I guess. They found us. So what? what's the deal, Shat? Did you just speak with them? and Get over here and, and tell me what happened, that they're not on at, at uh, 6 o'clock. Well, well Eddie's up. You know, he's been up. Uh, he basically wants to have the uh, the brewer on as well. And they okay. won't be up to a little later. So, so it's uh, up to Eddie to wake him up. Wake him up. So is he supposed to call you and, like... Well, I'm going to call him back. Yeah, I'm going to call him back. I mean, who's making the goddamn schedule around here? <laughs> hey, it's tough when you got nine hours ahead. Yeah. The recent All that math, Shaddy. And, I don't know. All you got to do is just point him to the Destroyer show, okay? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the Danes don't want to let the, the Belgians get one up on them. So. It's true. They did really step it up, that show. Well, it's not the same thing. I'm kind of hoping that they don't pull an urbane on us, because I don't want to be here for six hours yeah, tonight. Do. Oh, no. <laughs> you live here. <laughs> really don't. And I go... Keep attending to this hangover. Get how, you, how you doing with that right now? I'm doing okay, but it's really rough. That wheat beer kicks my ass, man. I haven't gotten drunk on wheat beer in years because I know that it does this to me. But you thought you'd just throw caution to the wind and do it anyway. Well, like I said, you know, Patrick left us a bunch of that beer from the brewery, and it's so good. Like, the beer's really tasty. Yeah. And uh, I can tell that Shat's been a little no- annoyed because we keep kicking all his kegs around here. You know, he, he shows up for, you know, gets home from work and all his beer's gone. So I thought, all right, I'm going to... Yeah, wow, people are drinking my beer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I guess I must brew again. The, yeah. chip, the chip jar the jar must be really full. In fact, I ran into him at B3, getting some uh, supplies. Getting more supplies, yeah. 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 So I thought I'd leave the kegerator alone for a night and dip into Patrick's beer. And, you know, one turned into now. two and... what What's the deal with, uh, what's your metabolic issue with wheat beers? I'm not sure because I don't think Doc. that it's uh, that I'm allergic to it. I think he's got a short colon. 
<laughs> I'm not sure. It sure feels like it. <laughs> oh, Am I in yet? Uh, I thought I came here for a cavity, Doc. <laughs> you have a cavity. Yeah, you did come for a yeah. cavity. Wrong cavity. And so did I. Oh! It was a weird <laughs> night for me last night, actually. I'll uh, bet. I will say this. So not only was I drinking, but I watched this movie. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna admit right now. I sat on the couch crying like a baby for about two hours last night. Nice. Why they spilled a lot well, of beer? Five goes west. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a very emotional movie for me. I watched this movie called Young at Heart. And it's a documentary about these seniors that are in a chorus. Uh, the average age of the of the group is eighty. Two years old. Starring Sean O'Sullivan. <laughs> yes. Hugh Hefner's age. But they do this chorus, they do chorus versions of rock songs. They're like singing The Clash and wow. um, uh, a lot of talking heads. And But so I'm watching it and, you know, I'm thinking it's just going to be this funny documentary, you know, really amusing. No, it's really emotional. Like a couple people die during the film and you get attached to them. There's these really nice old people, like you want all of them to be your grandfather or grandmother. And then they start. Dropping like flies in the middle of the movie, <laughs> and and then they and this guy. All right, so this guy ends. Up, I won't tell you how it comes to be that he ends up singing this particular song because that's part of the emotional part of the film. But he ends up singing this Coldplay song that'll make you tear up anyway if you're a big sissy like I am. And it's called "Fix You." And he's sitting there, this old guy with oxygen going through his <laughs> out his face like he's gonna fall over at any moment. He's got the cannula. And I'm telling you, and he sings this song. It's great. It's amazing. Wow. And I literally sat there sobbing for 15 minutes after openly. this song was over. I will never. That's s- good. I'll never get to see my dad suffer like these people are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I will say I'm having this whole uh, conversation in my head about mortality sure. lately. Oh, of sure. Because oh, yeah. now that your dad's gone, that you're next. Yeah. Right. And I'm watching this Hopefully. film where everybody's going to die in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Right, right in front of your eyes. And then Schumann comes home, he tells me about this dream he has about his dad. Oh, turn on the waterworks all night long. You've been good. going through a lot lately. Oh, uh, you know what? Dude. It's probably blame, just Blame it on the wheat beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, so that's, yeah, that's my summary. If I weren't for Patrick's beers all night, I would have been able to take all that like a man. Instead, oh, it's Kleenex everywhere. <laughs> cold uh, blue, yeah. And it was called yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was an intense night. But I do recommend the film. I just recommend that you watch it when you got a little time to be depressed. It's also a very happy film. I mean, here's these people uh, that they really, you know, most people their age are sitting around waiting to die. That's the upside of it. That's the half full side of it is that, yeah. you know, these people are doing that. I mean, we're all going to die, folks. Yeah. So, so I'm I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, the rate I'm going. Um <laughs> And you know that's that's good. That's a good. Sounds like a good <laughs> that's movie. A good. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I recommend. It's called Young at Heart. Uh, watch it. Watch it with your wife. She'll cry. You'll get laid that night because it'll be like a. Oh no! I'm not in the mood. Yeah, it's too sad. Honey, I'm crying. Blow me. <laughs> Look, I cry. I cried with you. You owe me, honey. You're crying. Blow me. <laughs> so you get a grieved. Yeah, okay, don't don't get tears in the bush. All right, <laughs> oh. bush. So uh, a few announcements today. Uh, we had our first drive time CBS brewcast. JP yeah, and I. I yeah. To be there for that. I really uh, yeah, I was hoping that. you could make it, but I you're really with your mom. Be, yeah. Um, Did anybody call in? 
Yes, we had a few calls. Oh, excellent. Um, I think we had a lot of listeners, and it was it's really a great time slot, Sully. It's awesome. Uh, I mean, but also, like, for us, like, you're going to like it, because that whole Saturday thing's just weird. We're all in the middle of doing something, and then we stop for two hours yeah. to do the program on Saturdays. But it's not like that. Now it's a Friday afternoon. It's work. It's really, it's not just that we get to prime people up for their weekend. It's like we're priming ourselves up. Dude, my week, like, Saturday night, I'm like, I... It, it feels like Sunday. Yeah. And so it's going to extend you my week yourself? I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Just having a Saturday off is nice. So oh, yeah. uh, it's now on KYOU.com or 1550 AM in the Bay Area. It's at 5 o'clock every Friday. You think you can make it this Friday? Yeah, Abs- You know what? No, no. I'm I'm in town uh, for a while. All right. Which will be good. But no, I, I totally want to do it. I think it's awesome. When I heard that you were on Friday at what, 5 o'clock? 5 o'clock. Five I mean, o'clock. that's incredible. Yeah, I that's mean, then also, like, you're like in the city and you're like, yeah, let's go out and drink now. Exactly. Yeah. Because uh, we're done by 6. Just an hour. It's uh, it's short and sweet. Uh, yeah. And we just talk beer, of course, just like we do. And, same format. Um, same format. I'm tightening it up a little bit. A couple mm-hmm. new segments coming your way. I uh, got a few things JP and I are working on. He's running more. You know. Yeah. Tighten it up. Tighten up my ass a little bit. Nice. That show good. So it was a good time. So it went well. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. You can keep tuning in. At, Tell your uh, friends to tune in. Yeah, five o'clock on Fridays. Yeah. It's really a good opportunity for us. And I will say this: uh, you know, a little bit of word of mouth goes a long way. It's how the Brewing Network got as big as it is, and it will help us a lot with that show too. Because you know, fifteen fifty, it's you know near the top of the AM dial. Not everybody knows about it. The more people that know about it, there. the more the the farther that show is going to go. It's really an opportunity for us to be on Monday through Friday. Um, if if the ratings turn out okay and and if everybody's happy with the show, so be you know. careful. Well, congratulations. I mean, really, it shows what you're doing there. I mean, for them to give you that kind of like uh, allow you to do something like that, uh, yeah. You know, take you off like nine o'clock in the morning with Marty Lurie, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and give me and I give mean, you something like that. They really must like you down there or, or pretending to. I was going to say, yes. be careful what you wish for. You might be the morning crew Ouch. Monday through Friday. Just raging. hi, welcome yeah. to Justin Zoo. Oh, oh, <laughs> we got crazy JP and Doc's out here too. Yeah, we're having fun. Get yeah. some cymbals and a snare drum and a Tasty's slide up whistle with, uh, and Tasty's up with the traffic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to Manic Mondays. We could do, we could do it's a two that. for Tuesday here right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of fake laughing and clapping. Oh! Yeah. yeah. Who's this uh, in the studio now? Oh, you brought your dog. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I uh, fell off a curb on the way here, guys. I got to tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> you are crazy, sir. <laughs> it's zany right now. That's wow. what's going to happen, right? That is. That's a great yeah. one. We should have a morning zoo, I think. Just in zoo. Annoy ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. 9.30 zany time. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 9.31. All right. <laughs> it's time to do our drunk driving show. We're all going to yeah. get drunk here. And 105. What time is 7 o'clock? Yeah. We're going to crank call one of your coworkers. Ready? Hey, Marjorie, uh, Tins is dead. <laughs> Just kidding. Break time. <laughs> Uh, the JP was meant for morning radio. Uh, people want to know. And by people, <laughs> serious, uh, serious, now. serious yeah. chat. Wow. By, by people, we mean many. Yeah. People want to know. Uh, and by people, I mean Milo is asking about <laughs> one. Is asking about that other show. Yeah, what show is that? Nah. But it would because nah. you know, it, 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 you know, it's not at drive time. So they were asking about that show last week. Um, week before, are you guys week still before. doing that show? What show are you talking about? <laughs> we haven't done it since uh, before you were here last. <laughs> we haven't done it, it was like a, a year time. ago. <laughs> I certainly was planning on doing more of those shows, but then uh, <laughs> we ran out of shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now with this Friday gig, at you know, I just don't. I don't know what's going to happen to it. Move to Thursday. <laughs> it's not been canceled. I mean, the no. guys upstairs. It was never started. Me have not canceled the program. <laughs> 
Um, you know, Justin, it looked like that's the first time we ever even thought about that <laughs> topic yeah. was this second right yeah. now. Yeah. Lunch meat? Huh? Uh, what? All right. Let me think about it. Oh, yeah. Hmm. You know, I don't know Potential what to, do to move it. my career forward on radio on <laughs> Fridays or do a show that 10 people listen to and bub. See, that's the point. Exactly. Oh, let's, you let's, really hit it on the head there, How about Sully? we do it first thing in the morning? Are you insane? I don't even know what first thing in the morning is. Okay, crack at noon. <laughs> well, that's when yeah. it's on normally. I don't. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. JP and I have to figure that out. It will. Uh, it will still show up randomly like it has for the last year anyway. Yeah. I just don't know when. I don't think it's going to be at good noon Fridays anymore. It's like that that problem JP has. It just <laughs> yeah. flares up. It shows up every. I mean, the other thing is that JP now has to leave work early every Friday to go do the CBS show. So do they cut your pay for that? He used to leave work to do the lunch meet show, and uh, he can't leave work twice. That's a. I mean, not that he does anything when he's there, but I don't think they know he's gone. (laughs) They say the same thing about me. I don't really work with anybody. John, please say thing. notices that there isn't gas in the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all. Just it lock is. yourself really up there in the room, and it, hey. it's more like John, please say doesn't have anyone to look up to. I don't know. I go with Sully on this one. I just think it smells better around there. That's how they know you're gone. So I don't know, man. We'll we'll figure it out. It'll show up somewhere, sometime. Maybe oh, we have, we have a um, uh, an entry for a new name, perhaps. You know, instead of Good Noon. Uh huh. Sloppy Wednesdays. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about that one either. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry, Who's, Philly, Philly beer geek. Are Philly beer geek. <laughs> yeah, Wednesdays are sloppy enough. <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, you can subscribe and join the BN Army. You're probably in the BN Army anyway if you listen. That's cool. Uh, but you could donate and be an extra special member of the BN Army just by hitting our donate page, and you can sign up for a recurring donation or a one-time donation, whatever you got to do. You can go uh, to the store and get AHA memberships. If you were there early this week, you could have gotten uh, those nice, brand-new BN Hop Grenade Imperial Pint glasses. Whoa. But I think they're sold out already. Yep, Mom mailed them out. Yep. They're all gone. They're all gone. <laughs> Get back to work, Ma! <laughs> I'm but silk I'm sc- hungry! It's coming out of your pay, you break one of them. <laughs> I'm silk screening as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah. I'm blowing the glass. <laughs> Don't lick those, Mom. Don't talk about my mom like that. No. Um, so, also in the store, uh, Brewing Classic Styles, signed by both Jamil Zanishev and John Palmer. So, okay. you know, a couple useless signatures for you to have in your book there. Oh. And uh, you can sign up for our Twitter account. Hey! And uh, we twit you about things that are happening. You go to twitter.com slash brewing network. Did you sign up for it, Doc? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just say yes. I don't want to be twitted. It's like George Bush <laughs> knowing like how much a gallon of milk costs. The yeah. only one worse than, than self-promotion than me is Doc. Doc is so bad at self-promotion I don't of this know. show. It's I, get those, I get those really nice form newsletters. You do? Yeah. <laughs> Twitter.com slash Brewing Network. <laughs> I'm just moving on from that myself. I do the same thing. You know, the dental newsletter? You don't get the dental newsletter? Oh, that one, yeah. Oh, oh, my, my newsletter. I don't get those. Yeah. I haven't gotten it in a while. Because I haven't been in your mouth. <laughs> well, there was that one time, though, we were in the walk-in <laughs> the Q&A. You were saying, Justin? Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, shrinkage punk. Oh. It's you cold in there. Also go to our <laughs> Facebook page 
And uh, just search the Brewing Network on Facebook, and you could become a fan there. Lots of other like-minded fans. And people, I could do that. People posting fan photos of themselves too. I like that. Like Ooh. to see what the fans look like. Uh, um, no. Really? No, you don't. Post really? videos on there, and uh, when Chat feels like doing something, he uh, puts pictures and stuff up there too. And hey, he's working up quite a quite a good amount of drool in that left corner of his mouth. He's doing a lot. Like Facebook. Down. I've got Twitter down now. You do? So that's going. That's good. Oh, yeah. All right. Twitter down. Beer adventures. If you had signed yeah. up for either the Twitter or Where Facebook accounts, you uh, would have heard about the new CBS show first. So uh, just another reason to sign up for those things. You would also heard about Chad's new license plate. Oh, oh that's right. I saw that outside. Did you see that? Why don't you tell us about your new license plate, Chad? All right. Well, and pretty much just came from my father. That's, I mean, it. that explains it. He basically went on you know, the website, ordered it up, said you have to have a BN Army uh, license plate. It's one of those uh, we will never forget license plates. It's got the red, white, and blue. Ah. And, uh, yeah, slapped it on there Friday. And, and it, it says BN Army. BN Army. It doesn't say Shatastic? It's on the Facebook. No, no Shatastic. Oh, it's on our Facebook page? There it is. Oh. I see it? Nice. Uh, another reason to sign yeah. up for that silly site. I go out on the Shadillac. It's probably on there already. Oh, yeah. That's there. I like the Shadillac. Now that it has to be an army plate, it's pretty cool. Somebody asked me, uh, well, don't, but it's not your oh, car. Nice. Do, do you mind that Shad has the BN Army plate? <laughs> it's your and limo. And I was like, no, man, Shad drives me everywhere. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> the Shadillac's like the official vehicle. Hey, you're, in the back, you're in the back seat. What do you, what do you care? Yeah. So, pretty cool. Very nice. Oh, now, nice. Uh, maybe I could get a, a BN Army 1 plate on my, yeah, <laughs> on my motorcycle or I'll, something. I'll get a BN Army 2.5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want to get a BN Army plate too, Tasty? I'm, I'm kind of jealous, yeah, or something. I yeah. don't know, maybe something similar. I don't know if I'd go with the whole we'll never forget theme on all of them, but... Because yeah. they will. Yeah. Well, you're a closet German, so that's fine. That's true. Yeah. yeah, those vanity plates take forever, too. Yeah. This was ordered like a couple months ago. Yeah, because they have to have These the old lady look at it and see if down. it's offensive or not. <laughs> I see. I, I wanted oh. the one that says IB6, UB9, and <laughs> it didn't go through. Really? Yeah. I don't see why. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> That's great. All right. We got two things from the chat. I don't okay. know if you want to talk. Do you want an official ass hat update? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to know about that. Where is the ass hat? Because I know the guy who has it right now. Chaz has really been bogarting that thing for but he, he a few passed, months. He's, He's been doing things to it. He did. Yeah. Okay. Two. Mm-hmm. Code. Oh. Co- where's Code live? Missouri. Missouri? That's good. Yeah. And then the other thing is people in the chat are asking about your mom. How is she doing? Oh, uh, except for the whip marks on her back, she's doing great. Yeah. She's got know. four more shirts out since we've been on the air. <laughs> yeah, uh, if she's mopping the floor out there, she's doing fine. <laughs> Gotta keep her mind off things. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> she's in for a world of pain. Yeah. I don't want to get your mom in trouble, but she's out there with the Afghan watching TV. Oh Jesus! Reading yeah. a book. There's right. an Afghani yelling at the yelling house. <laughs> yeah, she's oh, with an I'll Afghani. take care of that at the break. Don't <laughs> yelling worry. at the dog. That's the pool boy. Yeah. I mean, she's yelling at the dog for sniffing Sully's crotch, like, like Sully. He wasn't sniffing; he was mounting my leg. <laughs> you know what? And Sully wasn't saying anything. <laughs> kind of like just letting it go. You guys haven't even acknowledged yet. We've uh, we have a new president now. Oh, everyone's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Being the president's the new black. Yeah. Ah! I get it. <laughs> yeah, there you hit, hit that on yourself there. <laughs> No, yeah. it's it's exciting. I mean, whether you it's whether exciting. you were for him or not, it's an exciting time right now. It is you know? exciting. I agree. I was I was really excited, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I finished right afterward. <laughs> JP was no, not huh? so yeah, happy. Yeah. Huh? JP's, uh, 
JP thinks that he's in your tax bracket or something, Sully, because he's like, oh, all our taxes are going to go up. Your taxes, your taxes are not going to go I didn't up. Say that. I'm yes, going to tell you yes, how I'm going to pay not. for it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, We're going to help you guys out. Yeah, why don't you and Doc tell us how my life's going to get better? Look, yeah. <laughs> by ours getting worse. Yes, you're going to be able to afford it. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Very exciting time for because everybody. And uh, not paying taxes is unpatriotic and selfish. Did you all vote? Yeah. I did. Room? Oh, Everybody yes. voted in the room? Oh, yes. Stacey, did. did you vote? Shat no. did not vote. No. What? Oh, missed a deadline. What a stupid asshole. Didn't Are register. serious? Yeah. Oh, good. Cause missed they, it by a day. Well, then they won't call it. Missed it by a joint. But hey, I have a question, though. Yeah. How long have you <laughs> been in this town? Can I still vote in the presidential election? No, it's over. No, that was no, but could you still if you, didn't, if you weren't registered in state? No. You have to be mm, registered. Could you still yeah. do the, the national election? No. No, you have to be You have to be, okay. You have to have a ballot. I was just curious. Somewhere. That's why you registered, Chad. I don't think Chad's ever been to America. I, think, <laughs> I don't even know. Did you go to school? Sure, from Connecticut. You, you caught me. I am from France. I think it's funny that you decided that you couldn't do it to the last minute. I mean, well, it's been going on for a long time now. Yeah, I guess I've never really voted, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come to think of it. Uh, wow, okay. Especially in this that, state. I mean, That come thing on. that most people in the world can't. You yeah. are a communist, and, and because you didn't vote, it swung the other way. <laughs> See? <laughs> See how you are? You yeah. have that hot chicken office. That's right. Yeah, that Prop 8 mm. thing, man. It's all up your alley. Yeah. Justin's mom. Literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My mom's funny, man. She's funny about the politics, too. Yeah. She's been cracking all sorts of jokes. She's good. She's a good time. Yeah. She doesn't like black people very much. Oh! But, uh, what are you going to do? Laugh. Not everybody's perfect, you Laugh know? Laugh real hard? Well... <laughs> Nah, she's alright. She's okay with black people. She eats with them. She's fine. Her dogs are black. <laughs> hey, Some I'll, of her I'll, best friends are black. I'll eat at the same counter. I, you know, I just don't want to have to talk to one. <laughs> she has a black dog. She has a black lab. And a brown so. one. And a brown one. Yeah. And a brown one. So in her defense, yeah. she's she, very multicultural. She likes to drink black yeah. beer. You got like yeah. you got like the Wesley Snipes of dogs, and then you got like uh, the Barack Obama of dogs. Yes, black one and brown. Look, one. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Barack Obama impersonation. It's not bad. Yes, yes, you can. Really I didn't mean to bring it down there with uh, the politic thing. That's you know? all right. We just Keep try to avoid that on lunch the show. Me, lunch me, lunch me, lunch me. All the flyover states—they don't want to hear us talk about Prop Eight. <laughs> you know, no. Chat. What's happening in your world? Ah, uh, well, we got some. Uh, <laughs> well, we got the. Well, thinking of Prop Eight. Uh. It's Wacky Wednesday. Hey, <laughs> no. Everybody, pod let's clapping. listen to what Chat's mind is saying right now. Oh my God, he's pod, crazy. Pod, 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 pod. All right. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, Chat. Uh, You're much- killing me! <laughs> <laughs> Not much Stop going on. It. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give us Chat's updates. Chat. Not much going on. Uh, AHA rallies coming up. Uh, they, you know, there used to be a ton of festivals going on, a lot of different competitions going on. It seems to be dying out. Because it's uh, like winter? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but there's definitely. Um, the uh, National Homebrew Conference coming up uh, next year, and actually, you have to get your competition entries in, in I think, late March, early April. So April, it's something to consider. April 12th, if again, you're making it strong early, it's, it's like, I think the sixth or something. That's, okay, they that's moved real it up close. Yeah, I mean, that's closer right around the corner. If you're going to make a, you know some strong ales and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, so be thinking about that. Okay. Uh, drunk of the metal, uh, drunk of the week medals. We still have those in the store. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, make sure you guys are calling in. Uh, we'll definitely uh, send you one if you're the drunkest, so uh, we need those calls. Okay. Uh, podcast awards. Yeah, we were up for yeah, a what couple with of uh, awards. I had a dream about that. When does that end? Uh, it's it's done, right? Yeah, they announced it at 4 so, o'clock today. They, that's right. And, and they're going to do a whole... Done, done, done. Do we know? No win, right? 
We didn't win? I guess not. We were close, though. Yeah. Are we what? I don't we know. didn't win? It's amazing how much Chad really knows about a lot of things. Go to the forum. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually the really would know. Chad, are you hungover right now? You seem really out of it. <laughs> so, no, uh, he, he's at the top of his game, buddy. <laughs> so, podcast the awards. There were podcast awards, right? Yes. Okay, so the yeah. podcast awards. They announced about um, four today. Did we win? Um, four o'clock today? Uh, we didn't win, huh? No. Or there's just no. What the crap is that? Or is there no results? What? Uh, you go to podcastawards.com. Um, they have a December date in early December, um, but they're going to be posting the results uh, next couple of days. But they're doing like the whole awards award ceremony. And so we don't know yet. I see. What, what, what's the so chat? We didn't, what's lose, the chat we didn't win yet. What's right. the chat saying? The chat knows, right? I have no the idea. Chat what knows the chat all. Saying, right? <laughs> Let me consult the chat. <laughs> According to the website. All of the awards but two were announced today, food and drink being one of them, and we didn't win it. Damn it. And I guess they're announcing best produced and something else still in December, and we are in the best produced category. Because we are the best. So we could still win that, but it won't be announced till December, according to the website. That's really weird. I don't see how we could lose at food and drink. Who is more food and drinky than we are? Or at least drinky. I think it's that we're not podcasty enough. Let's yeah. try. Let's try something different right now. <laughs> I want everybody to suck for the next yeah. two minutes, and maybe we could win it next year. Right. Chad, let's talk about our beers. <laughs> this beer is yeah. good. Hang on, everybody. Hang on a great color. Everybody, it, try it. Here's nice. Okay, that's nice the best orange. Thing. Color. No, 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 no. You're supposed to go. Hey, it, let me open this one. You know, I'm getting a really nice brown flavor. Mm, mine tastes like. Mm, what do you know. have? It's a little crystal malty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting that too. Do you get the Do you get the one flavor that's like oxidized? <laughs> um, oh, I, so, I, I dropped it. Oh, getting a lot of yellow in this one. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not really prepared to talk about it yet. Hang on a second. Let me try again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, no, I get it this time. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, oh. I got it. All right, now next year I think we've got this wrapped up. Yes. We just won ourselves a podcast yeah. award, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's awesome, ladies. <laughs> you know what? So, Mike, so easy. you want to know what they were saying in the chat room? The yeah. first, I swear, the first comment about this whole thing was fire shat. Oh. <laughs> Anything else? But it only came up once? In the news with you, shat. Uh, well, yesterday, Tasty and I went to the California State Homebrewer uh, Comp. And uh, Mike Moraz won the state comp. He's Mike Moraz, home of the year. California. He did our sour beer show, and he's California homebrew of the year. That's right. Wow. wow. Under Doze. How, how, many, nice. how many medals did he take? Five first, five second, and three third. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a lot of freaking medals. <laughs> oh yeah. Has yeah. anybody ever done that well in the competition? That's Michael, amazing. Michael Phelps. Ah, gotcha. Uh, Jamil has. Yeah. He's done that well also. Oh yeah. I see. Of course, Jamil has. What are you talking about? Now, this is the competition you didn't enter, Tasty, because you wanted to let somebody else win. Is that right? <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, I believe that's what well, you said yeah, last week. Yeah, I sort of yeah. didn't want to get into Mike's way. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, him and I were discussing this, and we were going to bow out this round. Yeah. So really, Mike Mraz owes his award to to Doc and Tasty. Oh, yeah. Not really, because the guy who was uh, in second place right behind him didn't enter the competition. So oh. he didn't really need to enter himself, actually. Are you wishing you kind of did, though, after the GABF mm-hmm. thing, though? <laughs> after that big loss? Well, I, I got over that loss pretty quick. Evidently, you didn't. No! Yeah, well, I took my uh, belt away and my the shoelaces. <laughs> the suicide <laughs> And you can't cut yourself a plastic, I just want to let you know. <laughs> I was next to Sully during the announcement, and I was worried. He was, um, he was not happy. 
And I thought the guy in front of him was going to take a punch to the back of the head. That's what uh. happened to Adrian later. <laughs> yeah. Got to vent or that Steph, somewhere. excuse me, whatever we call her. <laughs> yeah. I forgot which girlfriend you, you yeah, brought. Which one, which one did see, I bring? I was in Denver. It must have been <laughs> some mountain time zone. Yeah, definitely Stephanie. Yeah. Oh, it's always mountain time. <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay. The mountain. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Chad? Uh, Steve Kirby also placed in the uh, California State Homebrewer competition. Are you sure? He's a listener. Do you want to double-check that? uh, Results aren't out yet, but we definitely heard his name mentioned a couple times. A couple times, yeah. Jesse Donna, B3, uh, won a few. Oh, he's a good guy. Nice. um, Yeah, the results aren't out yet, as far as I know. Okay, not posted yet. There's a link, but you can't yeah, get to it for some reason. All right. Mm. So. There's not a link. you got to click on it. Suspicious. Though, you know. and, oh, uh, it's a dead uh, link. That's what happened. Yeah. So Moraz entered under Doe's, not oh, yeah. under the Brewing Network. Doe's, Doe's, Doe's. Doe's. All day. Hey. <laughs> it's dead to us. They just started calling him Mr. M oh. to come up after a while. Really? He's like, Mike Moraz, Mike Moraz, Mr. M. M squared. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody get... Like pissed off if somebody wins too many medals? Do they? Do you hear grumbling? I mean, what happens in the crowd there when somebody? Keeps everybody's getting pretty called cool, up? but it, really? there's definitely uh-huh. a lot of moaning. Everybody's going, yeah. oh, oh, really? Oh, not again? Oh. Really? Well, a lot of the people sitting there have entries in the competition. They're not just yeah. moaning to be moaning. They're like, yeah, but cream ale. Like they should spread the wealth <laughs> a little bit. Uh, this one's mine. This one's mine. No, oh, that goddamn morass. <laughs> again. Damn, I know somebody, what that's like. Somebody stick their foot out. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't win. <laughs> I remember I texted Nico because he wasn't there, and I said, yeah, we're going down in flames here. It's feeling great at the yeah. GBA. Yeah. He was worried about you, too, I'm sure. Yeah, so worried. do you guys know, so we lost our uh, um, the food and drink category to a podcast called uh, Grace Before Meals. Oh, what the hell is that about? The it's the online source for families looking to strengthen their relationships through shared mealtime experiences. Sounds like the Mormons backed that one. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pastor who cooks, mm-hmm. and he's Asian. <laughs> he's all the boys. Well, there's the hook assistants. right there. What an awful thing to lose to. <laughs> that's why. That's why Grace Before suck. Meals. Like what the fuck. Probably changing that in school now too, aren't they? It's. I think what this means is that the um, we have no grace. Whatever religion he is, they're a lot better at voting online (laughs) than our listeners are. The BN Army is too busy getting drunk to remember to vote online. Was I supposed to? Was I supposed to vote? I voted. I voted many times and often. I voted for the black guy. Does that help? (laughs) (laughs) He's Asian. We'll give it to him anyway. What I want you to do is vote now. (laughs) Yeah. God bless you. Eat your mac and cheese. I wonder if all these other podcasts like sat around, you know, every week saying vote, vote now, vote now. We should have done like that. Did. Vote now, vote often. We did in the form. Yeah, but that's yeah. in the form, not on the podcast. <laughs> I did see that you could win a nice microphone. That's really the only thing. Yeah, I would like a nicer microphone than this <laughs> can and string. I'm talking into. Justin has yeah. the best microphone in this. I, and he does. <laughs> yeah. It's well, badass. And it's the biggest. I sent you a link to buy your own microphone. Doc. I know. I, I know. was going to buy one. I, I was thinking about that. Yeah? Yeah. You guys can all buy them. I got better headphones than you guys. No, I, I think yeah. we're all... No. no. Sully's got pros, too. Yeah. Same ones. Well, because the only thing that would fit on his head. <laughs> Zinger! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> What's up next? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, chat? 640, 75 degrees outside. <laughs> okay. Let's check traffic. It sucks. All right. All right. A lot of show to do today. We kind of went on a little bit because apparently we have to, we're being made to wait 
by our guest today. I was made to wait. Um, our guest is, of course... Meet Finn's Spikers. And they'll be huh? with us... Uh, Meet Finn's Spikers. Sorry about that. Sometime after the 6 o'clock hour. So hang in there for that. When we come back, I'll do feedback, uh, which is brought to you today by the BN Army. And they've got a whole line of insults for JP this week that oh, yeah. Chad actually printed I out and gave to me. bet they're going to suck. Long list. Hang in there. It's feedback and JP insults when we come back on the session. Welcome back, Sully. Thank you. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. What's good for the earth, good for your body, and great for your brew? Organic ingredients. This holiday season, the organic ingredient experts Seven Bridges Co-op in awesome Santa Cruz, California, offers you the gift that keeps on giving to our planet. Sustainable, fair-wage ingredients to make the best organic homebrew you've ever had. There's a growing demand for organic products, and your choice to brew with them supports organic farmers worldwide. Brew organic, and you'll brew excellent beer that is free from chemical residues and genetically modified organisms, and you'll help contribute to a better world. If you're looking for organic ingredients, Seven Bridges offers a huge selection of USDA-certified kits and raw ingredients from 8 ounces to 50-pound sacks of grain, whole and pellet hops, and all the equipment you need. Seven Bridges, the organic homebrew experts since 1997. Visit www.breworganic.com. Did you know that every day a brewcaster goes to bed hungry? Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as 7 cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today. Attention homebrew shop owners at Fermentap. They know you're tired of buying the same old gear that everyone else has. That's why Fermentap offers the newest and most cutting-edge brewing equipment known to man. Since 1998, Fermentap has been leading the fight against the boring and mundane by offering strange, unique, and just plain smart equipment. Like their stainless domed false bottoms. Never deal with the floating plastic hassle of other false bottoms again. And since they're made from stainless steel, they'll last a lifetime. Fermentap's line of copper 
Copper Wart Chillers are the best on the market, designed to cool your wart faster and more efficiently than other immersion chillers. They actually invented the equipment to make these chillers not only work great, but look great too. How about a fantastic line of ingredients, including vanilla beans, sorghum extract, blue agave extract, hot bitterness extract, unique wine yeasts, green coffee beans, sake kits, all stuff you can't find anywhere else. Fermentap carries all the standard products and equipment you need as well, such as all-grain systems, stainless hardware, kettles, carbonation stones, you name it, they've got it. Fermentap's entire line of products has been helping retail shops meet the demands of their customers for nearly 10 years, and they want to help you too. For more information, see them on the web at fermentap.com or call Jason at 1-800-942-2750. Fermentap, better beer through innovation. What's funny is Bruce will say, yeah, I don't brew to style. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer, (laughs) The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. The Brewcaster. The Brewcaster. On the Brewing Network. All right, welcome back to the program. It's the non podcast award winning session. <laughs> Loser. Live in the studio. What makes us non-podcast is that we're live and in the studio with Sully. Sully's back. It's Manic Monday. Oh, my God. I really miss the craziness around here. You guys are absolutely zany. It's the black guy alarm, everybody. A Bronco about... I was up in Alaska. I was uh, shooting wolves from a helicopter. And now she's having my love child. Did you see Russia? Dazoom! Putin's nose is bigger than you think! Wow. Uh, wow, this is uh, too easy. Yeah. <laughs> really, uh, where's my beamer? Where's my fucking beamer? All right, great to have Sully back. we got a lot to get to today, though. Uh, a little bit later in the show, we're going to be speaking to... And they're right. going to be covering uh, <laughs> everything Danish. Basically, I think is what we're covering with them today. Um, they have a whole homebrew program where homebrewers are actually submitting their beers and they get professionally brewed there. I guess it's becoming quite popular in the Danish beer scene, so we're going to talk about that. And also, they're doing American-style craft beers. So Over there. Yeah, they're really taking wow. their influence of beers uh, from what we're doing here. And we've got, I think, six of their beers to try oh, ourselves. Fantastic. Yeah, which is cool. So How did we'll you be... get those? I don't know. I, I think... <laughs> I really don't know. No. They just showed up. <laughs> I, mean, I think somebody carried them, like, like you know, their in luggage their or something to, to the U.S., and then they were mailed, I think, or something. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Hand delivered by our mailman. <laughs> All right. Little does he know he's here. Columns, I feel bad for you, son. That's the wrong one. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Kick ass. Tell me those, it, those industrial strength hangover cures are they're affecting my judgment. Yeah, gay sex will do that to you, though. Huh? Push that button. That one. The feedback's brought to you today by the BN Army, who has paid for some JP insults. And last week, chat didn't get them together for me. But this week, I have two pages full for you. 
two two pages. I have two pages, and you're not going to whittle them down to find the best of them. No, because get, I owe them from last week, so I just said we can go for it. Are you ready? Do it. S- some did multiple insults, but yeah. we'll allow that to happen. These first ones are from Brutat too. Oh, good. <laughs> no, it's just Brutat. He lost the two. Um, oh, right. Because yeah. I like to call him Brutwat. Aha, okay. Starting off with the zinger himself. <laughs> hey! All right, here you go. JP's face looks like a calf's ass sewed up with a grapevine. Oh. Uh, JP is like the gun in my nightstand, always cocked and ready to blow. That's a compliment. Okay. I like that one, yeah. actually. Uh, what is JP going to do? Uh, what's JP going to do for a face when the monkey wants its ass back? Oh, oh! That is not just, look. Just because he's pre- no, you can't. You can't say that. JP is what comes of glory hole sex. <laughs> I like that one actually. Uh, the last time I saw something like JP, I had to pay a dollar at the carnival. <laughs> oh yeah, I got you that one. <laughs> <laughs> that so far, that's that's the best one so far. To think if JP's dad had spent the quarter in the truck stop men's room, this all could have been avoided. Oh my god, I can't believe that one. <laughs> the last time wait, JP... Wait, wait, he's crying now. Oh. The last time JP got a piece of ass was when his toilet paper tore. <laughs> that actually happened to me once. <laughs> uh, the only way for JP to have a comeback is scrapping it off the video booth floor. Mm-hmm. Scraping it off the video before it's spelt wrong. Sorry. Uh. All right, this one's from Thirsty Mallard. Oh, good. <laughs> JP, you're an ass face and you smell like old urine. I'd like your intelligence to play. I'd liken your intelligence to play dough, but it to play dough. I play dough. I like it. I'd liken my intelligence to play dough. <laughs> to play. I'd like your intelligence to Play-Doh, but it would be an insult to Play-Doh. You're a pear-shaped loser who spends his Saturday nights arguing with his cats and crying while you masturbate. You suck at life. Wait. You should just quit. He doesn't argue with his cats. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. We just have long discussions. <laughs> they always win the argument, too. You are a pear-shaped loser, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah pretty much. All right, this one's from Sheen. JP, everybody's got a right to be a douchebag every once in a while, but you're abusing the privilege. There are enough people to hate in the world already without your working so hard to give us another. So next time you're sitting in your room thinking about how dreadful and alone you are and how unlikely it is that you'll ever get laid, remember this. It's down the road, not across the street. Okay? Fair enough. Okay. Uh, this one's from Kevin Harder. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> Spelt like it sounds, yeah, folks. That's what his boyfriend says. I oh, hope. Oh, ouch! I hope your syphilitic girlfriend is forced to marry the son of a one-eyed Mongolian goat fucker. You insignificant little fuck. Long-time listener, first-time insulter. Wow, that's See, that's you can't say anything if your last name is harder. I'm just. Uh, he did though. That yeah. was right to the gut. Yeah. To the gut. Uh, JP, you. I don't know who did this one. Uh, JP, you are a sad, demented, and stupid little fuck. Your idea of recycling is picking the corn... This one's gross. It's not little. This is gross. Picking the corn out of your doo-doo and re-eating it. Man, wow, there's a I, fun I've one. replaced with the word doo-doo. Who hasn't done that one before? Yeah, where's, he smel- where's he from? You smell like the homeless people you've been blowing for free down by the docks. In fact, you probably still have a little crust in that nappy-ass beard that you used to hide. Your shame... You lick the ball sacks of the neighborhood stray dogs and call them your friends. Wait, wait, hold on a second. You don't here. have to go all the way down to the oh, dog. Justin, that's getting your money's worth there. JP yeah. pays for them to suck him. <laughs> it's totally different. Right, look, he got it all wrong. For free? You don't have to go all the way down to the dogs. 
And last, but certainly not least, um, somebody did, let's see, in honor of last week's feelings pie chart, I created one of my own. Oh, yeah. Through a detailed analysis of your, quote, humor, we can actually reveal a lot about oh, your screwed up personality. And, went back and listened to the old shows. I, I see. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at this thing. That's great. And here's your pie chart. I do I believe that Shat posted it in the forum. I will now. That if I don't have one. I'm looking for one. Okay. Uh, I have it. Look at it. Right here. Here's your insult pie chart, JP. Eight. Uh, okay. 0.2% of your humor reveals a latent insecurity. 12.5% reveals your deep-seated loneliness and lack of personal friendships. Mm-hmm. 7.1% shows your self-loathing. This is pretty realistic so far. Yeah, I, yeah. Say, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. Sit on my lap right now. I'll hold you. 11.5% reveals your sexual frustration. We can blame that. Uh-huh. 2.9% shows an unnatural racial bigotry. Uh, you know what? That's, <laughs> Nothing unnatural. That about part it. of that pie is a little too small. Yeah. Well, he did we go to that sensitive, at least three point five. But I'm looking at the rest of the pie, and I don't know what to decrease. Ten point nine percent shows your social awkwardness. Oh, only ten point nine. Yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't know me very well. Eighteen point eight percent. Clearly demonstrates that you have an unusually small penis, <laughs> and that you like to it. tuck it between your legs and parade around the house in front of your cats. Would you fuck me? Three point five percent shows a slight <laughs> suicidal tendency. Mm. I would increase that a little bit in my pie chart. Slight. And twenty point three percent, the largest percentage of the pie, yeah. shows your extreme homosexual tendency. Oh. And. Point seven percent. Not last but not least, Uh-oh. is actual humor. Oh, oh, oh! But see, that part should be spread around the whole pie because there's a little bit of humor in everything. He says, "I think it's clear that your homosexual tendencies, combined with your social awkwardness and small penis, clearly explain <laughs> your loneliness. You actually make Bub look normal." Oh, oh. So who wrote that? I don't, I don't know, but you sound very sad about it. Well, no, I, I was just going to say, what an effort to, for like just a comedy yeah, bit. I mean, that yeah. guy probably yeah. gets the award for that. There's yeah. an actual pie chart, too. You have to look Petros. at it. Let me take a look at this. We need a bigger pie. Uh, JP, what do you think about the insults on this week's feedback segment? Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> out, out of ten, out of ten, I give them all a seven because of the pie chart and the other one I laughed at. Okay. Otherwise, it'd be a four. Okay. Okay, well... So you thought the pie chart was a good insult? I thought the pie chart was a good insult. I thought the it's uh, not my uh, pie. you know the total lack of interpersonal skills at all was a little rated a little too low, and then something else was a little too low on it too. I know, but you know you can't take it away from other things. Yeah, your, your penis is much bigger though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Since yeah. the operation. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, okay. Stuffing tube socks will do that. And here's your feedback, which it's I all, use armadillos. Just barely browse through. Can I try with this? Dear BN, what the F, Justin? Listening to you asshat clowns talking about guns last week was like listening to 13-year-old prepubescent boys circle-jerking to page 9 of Victoria's Secret semi-annual sale catalog. I did that. What are you talking about? 9 through 12. We shouldn't do it on the air. Justin, you think you have guns? I've got more firearms hidden in my wife's vag than your... (laughs) (laughs) than your... my dead father's floppy dildo collection. Too soon. Jesus. Wow. When some unfortunate F trips the proximity alarms of my compound, I'm like baby spread eagle. I need the AR-15. Ted Nugent, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. 
I don't really want to read the rest of it because he's just one of those guys. That? You know, Where's that guy from? Don't guys who toot their own horns drive you nuts? Like when people go, you know, like like let's say Doc gets a new car, right? And he comes over to Sully's house and goes, look at my new BMW, isn't it nice? And, you know, people are proud of these things. And then Sully goes, oh, that's nothing. Check out <laughs> this. And then he goes on and on. About, don't you just want to punch people like that? Like, why... I just don't yeah. get right, it. Oh, my wife's got a big vagina. Oh, big fucking deal, dude. That's because you don't have <laughs> right? anything, Justin. She didn't start out I that way. So. <laughs> no, you're right, yeah. though. That's kind of interesting, especially with guns involved. <laughs> he has a lot of things in his wife, though. What else is in his wife's Well, vagina. the next pair starts out, Doc, I do have respect for you as a fellow goat enthusiast. However, I have more goats in my wife's cooter than you have uh, eligible grazing units on your little wannabe ranchette. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I've hey, but mine's prime real estate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did Your you little just... ranchette probably costs like the, wherever what state that guy came from, Nebraska or something like that. Jay, didn't Doc just prove your point? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I do think so. Uh, here's one for Ch- Chad. You are a gentleman and a fat load. Um, I've had more fat loads in my wife's you. cooter. Than <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be coming might, up. Huh? But you might just be my long-lost twin. Nobody but you could have foreseen the brilliance and humor brought on by your unfortunate booty call, forever known as Crazy Bitch. Chad is the glue that holds the BN together. <laughs> Justin should publicly worship you for fear of me coming down to Pacheco with a paper bag for him. And then he goes on about how he loves the, the BN. Oh, okay. Was she on the show? And Chad. No, not yet. But they're, they're calling for it. I thought she was on the show. I, we've told you what would happen if she's on the show. It's basically... Put it in your mouth. I, 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 I love you! Put her on the pole. I love you! Put your leg that way. Oh, I don't, I don't think I'd want to see Crazy Bitch on the pole, man. Upside down, spinning backwards, coming down. Yeah. Oh. She's great. seen Johnny on the pole. She's been here late night for that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, let's see, here's another one. So my brother and I have teamed up and are brewing together to win Homebrewers of the Year yeah, for have. New York. <laughs> since I'm in a club and he's not, we're entering with the Brewing Network as our club since we both listen sans pants. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Like you brew no, no pants? He does. He said, we got first place in English Brown Ale with a mild, second place in Stout with an American Stout, and second place in Mead with a sweet mead, and the mild one, third place, best of show. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. That's four. Best yet, that mild won the Brewmaster's Choice Award and will be brewed by, on C.H. Evans' system in Albany, New York. Wow. Nice. I will send photos. Sorry, JP, the photos will not contain pictures of kids getting off the water slide at Disneyland. Uh, brew strong wow. bitches. And that's from... Uh, He's got wet children. Is there a water slide at Disneyland? Oh, there is not. That's from Boo Boo Kitty yeah. Fuck. It was my pants. Oh. Water slide. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I like the fact there was a guy that was insulting JP about uh, child pornography. His name is Boo Boo Kitty Fuck. Because they're like <laughs> fucking yeah. cats. No, no pink Don't cats. Don't they cancel each other out? Pink cats. This is a really vulgar show so far. It is. Yeah. Maybe maybe they're going to create a new uh, style genre on I think it's called a melt-up. Yeah, I think it's a melt-up. Uh, here's another one. Justin, you Jano talent jahack. Oh! Uh, I see that you have inflicted all of the damage you can do to the beer world and have moved on to the world of firearms. As you remember, I watch you all the time just to keep you out of trouble and to help you to not step on your junk over and over again. I saw you at the range a while back when you were there, and here are some suggestions from what I saw you doing that will keep you from jacking up the <laughs> gun world. By the way, Doc, I got a gun safe. Nice. That's a good idea. It's in the back of the Shadillac. I need everybody's help to get it out. I got to take out a neighbor's pig this week. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, I couldn't do that. Oh, yeah. He was looking at me. Oh, 
With what? What'd you shoot it with? Uh, an auto 380. Didn't want to mess his brain up too much. <laughs> really? Don't you want to use like a 22 or something like uh, that? Between no. the you know what? <laughs> That's just boring, Sully. All right. Yeah, what's the Did fun it make in a that? mess? Uh, no. Okay, good. I was, I'm, Sully, I'm, I'm a clean shot. You know, you're about one foot away and you just like. You didn't feel bad at all? No, because it tasted great. <laughs> yeah, Sully. Yeah, you, can I have some of the bacon? You're talking to a guy who, instead of just getting a normal car, got a Hummer. <laughs> but I don't mention that. Everybody else you mentions could, you, that. You could use a 22, but why not use a fucking cannon, right? <laughs> exactly. Hold on a minute, there, Wilbur. You think you have a cannon? Yeah. I have a cannon on my Hummer. Oh. <laughs> uh, so here's what I'm supposed to do. See, to I don't need to talk big. Everybody talks big for me. Here's what I'm supposed to do to keep him jacking up the gun world. Um, so, singing the theme from cops while repeatedly mumbling no, officer, that is not my crack pipe, is a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> tying up your broomstick pony at the cash register and asking the clerk to feed him goat, uh, feed him oats needs to stop. I don't, I don't like it when, I, when I'm in there buying ammo and I ask him, do y'all sell like ski masks here? <laughs> <laughs> and use the word y'all. So I, w- I missed the show, so just give me like a 10-second recap. You have guns now. I have. Yeah. I have you you came to the living room, the arsenal. I have an arsenal. I, you know, I noticed it was cut down quite a bit. I only saw the M1 there. Yeah. Oh no, they're there. I think they're just covered. And okay. Terrence was over the other night, so he wanted to hide him. And I think it's illegal <laughs> to have an M1 in California. So no, no, it's I not. Don't have an M1. So you have like a no, lot of guns here right now. Okay. No. Yeah, I have a crap load of guns. Your dad had guns? Yeah, he was okay. a gun guy, and so I inherited a lot of guns and a 120 pound Labrador. Uh, not necessarily in that order. Does he does he have guns on him too, the Labrador? He does. He packs my guns for me. <laughs> he packs the ammo. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I just mentioned and I went shooting with them last week. I shot with, my three fifty seven Magnum. I love shooting guns. You do? I had a buddy of mine when I was going to college that had these you know, these guns and it was just amazing. Absolutely insane. See, everybody 40- in this room is all stoked about the guns yeah. as of uh, if, if you were here last week. We now have to have a BN gun bag. <laughs> oh, I would love to go shooting the guns. It's gun Thursdays on the Brewing Network. Oh my god, bang bang, let's do it. <laughs> well, I, I miss living uh, down in Southern California because my brothers and I we, we would go out for camping and call it guns and grog. Oh, nice. I used to go to the Let's Beverly go well when I, together. When I was yeah. at UCLA, which I think Docky went to that school, I, oh, I yes went to I the did. I went to the Beverly Hills Gun Club. Oh yeah. Yeah, that has to be preppy. Who, who's that over there? <laughs> You're like shooting oh, Cher, to Angelina Jolie. Shooting a forty five, that's so last. Cher is has her forty five Magnum out. Her pink handled forty five. So yesterday. Yeah, I got a cra- I'll show you uh, after the show, Sully. I'll show you mine. A lot of it guns. freaks me out though when I went and did that at mm-hmm. the shooting. Uh, Why? Because everybody's like armed to the hilt, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Um, uh-huh. You're pretty much at a gun range. I know, but it's still freaky to be around. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Oh, last time you went to pick up the crack, you know, they all had guns too. You just didn't notice. <laughs> oh, I've seen it. I mean. <clears throat> Crack. All right, let me read the rest of this list. Thank you. Uh, holding the barrel of the three fifty seven to your eye and asking if this is where the bullets come out is bad. <laughs> oh. Shooting uh, the other guy's targets and then claiming that they drew on you first is not acceptable. <laughs> you got to be careful because the bees inside will sting you. The red cowboy hat, plastic holster, and tin badge are not to be worn on the firing line. Um, stating that you've had a bad day and will be on the roof with a sniper rifle. Bad idea. Asking the range master to play the soundtrack from the good, the bad, and the ugly on the PA system is out. Uh, wee, wee, wee. No, JP does not want to be your bullet catcher. Yes, I do. Screw oh, you. Yeah. It depends on depends on the day he's having. Depends on what gun you're shooting at me. Oh! No one wants to make your day. 
challenging people to a duel at 30 paces. No. Um, ask I remember. Cats. No, no, no. And telling uh, women on the range that you shoot blanks is too much information. Okay. So those are things I should not do at the shooting range. And finally, a follow-up to my email earlier this week. Jay-Z's Blonde Ale with an Amarillo Knockout Edition took gold. Oh! And I don't know what the competition was. Uh, still kind of shocked here, but pretty happy. Don't have the full results. Scored a 43 a month or so ago. Wow. Nice. So there you go. Very nice. Gotta love that. And that is your feedback brought to you today by the BN Army. And that is the end of your insult credits. So if you want to continue to insult JP, you're going to need to donate more cash. Hey, Justin, can we go to the gun range tomorrow? Yeah, do you have tomorrow off? Yeah. I'm down to go tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Sully, you want to go tomorrow? I could do it. JP, you want to call in sick tomorrow? No, I gotta work, man. I asked if you want to call in sick tomorrow. I can't. I spent it all in Disneyland. Can I call your boss? Oh. I know him. Yeah, me too. If we shoot you, you have a pretty legitimate reason to call in sick. shoot me. If I was to (laughs) shoot you right now, it would only be in the leg. (laughs) Because he likes you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See that? Yeah, let's go shooting tomorrow. let's do it. Tasty. You in? Well, I'd like to go. See how it works out. What time are you going to go? As soon as Justin (laughs) wakes up. Cracking in. Cracking in. (laughs) You down? I got a haircut I think it about 1030, and then after that, I'm free. Why don't we just What do you at- mean you have a haircut, Doc? I got to get it closer to the scalp. I, I got to get one cut. The rest are fine. Yeah. Um, why don't we just go at night? Uh, you can't. You can go to indoor range. Uh, you can go down to, like, Richmond. No. Richmond. no, there's one. In Mil- there's, there's an indoor <laughs> they range. They shoot at night, don't they? There's an yeah. indoor range in Milpitas. <laughs> no, if we're going to go, we should go. Sk- I want to go trap shooting. And you can't do that trap. at night. What? Oh what are you God. talking about? Trap? I want to be inside with a gun and no, man, you a gotta guy sh- and a target. I want to use. I want to do some uh, pistol things. We'll do both. We'll shoot clay pigeons first, okay. and then we'll go down. Then oh. there's the right. Right. Hold on. shooting you can range. Shoot, you can do clay pigeon shooting here? Yeah. Okay. You've never done that, have you, uh, uh, Oh, it's fantastic. By the way, if you're talking right here by the dump? Yes. Oh, cool. You yeah. can do that here. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I didn't know they had a pistol range. I thought it was just shotguns. We'll make it BN Gun Day every yeah. Monday. So if anyone wants to meet us down at the Martinez... <laughs> I think it's the... Yeah, it's Martinez the Gun Club. Yeah. Clay Pigeons taste great, yeah. too. Why Special tomorrow the 21st Amendment. Clay Pigeon Day. Every Monday, the 21st Amendment. We <laughs> oh, go shooting, bring back yeah. the clay. You're going to get the animal rights people. We can't be killing clay I can never go now. Jerks. Why? Because work. It's Monday. Yeah. And you have to work. Yeah, he's now he's gonna pout the rest of the goddamn show. Whatever. <laughs> I would just get call and get you fired. You should. Then every day is like gun day. Then I'll work for you. <laughs> I can, at least for a few. I'll be your assistant. All right. Do I have to wait till six thirty to get Denmark on, or can we go for this? And can we take a break and come back with Denmark? Yeah, we could do that. <clears throat> All right. How about yes? We're gonna do that. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right. We're gonna take a quick break. Never called Denmark before, but okay. When we come back, Midfoon's boo <laughs> and uh, what? and lots of other stuff too. We're gonna try. We're gonna try some beer, right, Chat? Absolutely. Six Da-da. of them. We got six of them. All right, stick with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network.
Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty crispness you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way. What have you gotten out of a vial of White Labs yeast? WLP 001, Cal Ale, baby. 23, Burton Ale. 008, East Coast Ale. Cal Common, WLP 810. It's going to be WLP 400 with beer. I got a sweet hoodie for my vial. Huh? White Labs, your source for great brewer's yeast, would like to invite all homebrewers to join the White Labs Customer Club. Redeem your empty vials for great White Labs merchandise and products. Free yeast, glassware, t-shirts, baseball caps, sweatshirts, polo shirts, and you won't believe what you'll get for 5,000 vials. Members also receive a newsletter packed with White Labs updates and facts, interviews with professional brewers, brew-your-own-clone recipes, beercook.com recipes, and customer club stories. The White Labs Customer Club. Save your vials and get in the club. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Mix me your 100-grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Thebrewingnetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Las luces de la ciudad. Nice. Nice. Cultural spin. ACDC. It's crazy bilingual Wednesday. Justin, did you know that ACDC... Is doing a concert because they suck. in the Oakland, San Francisco Bay Area. I don't go to Oakland. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Not now that we have a black president. I uh, and my kid is a very big ACDC fan. Let's go, man. When are they coming? <laughs> They're coming to Oakland. All right, I'll make an exception. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> you uh, had, did you have the ACDC beer that we have on the two one A? No. The back in black. The no. dark. Whoa. IPA is it on tap now? It's on tap now. I didn't have it. I don't think. Hey, it, well, I don't mean to get your staff in trouble, but I don't believe it was labeled properly. How would it get there? How would it get? Now you had black it. IPA. I didn't have it. I Friday only had night. on Friday night. Yo, black IPA. I didn't have it. Tasty. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I had it. 
You know what I had? Chime in anytime you want. Obama IPA. (laughs) Actually, you know what I ordered? I'm going to out myself. I ordered a pomegranate cider when I got there. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) (laughs) That's too bad. That was the last straw. (laughs) Well, you missed it. That's a great beer. Wow. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, It's black. It's I. It's P. It's an A. He made up with it with a bottomless uh, iced tea. So it's fine. (laughs) What's going on? Uh, I don't know. I just Did was, you want like pomegranate cider? But don't tell Sully. Actually, Sully, no, you know why do you funny? have a pomegranate cider? Was, like was it one of the cider. hot girls? It was like you know what? I I like the beers here, but pomegranate cider is great. And you're like, you know what? I want to have pomegranate cider. <laughs> but don't tell Sully. Who who Sully the, is the one that has it on tap? Who's the bleach blonde bartender? What's her name? Frank been there for a long time. Michelle, <laughs> I don't know. She's officially uh, beach bleach. Oh, I just uh, mean that color, really white yeah. blonde. Um, Trust yes. me, Sully does it not is, know. It asked JP. It is funny though. So I ordered. We just it. own the business. We don't know who works there. You know, I get there and she's. Uh, they're always very nice to me, and she's like, "All right, you know, you ready for a beer?" And I said, um, "You know, actually, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a cider today." And she, what? She looked at me. She just stared at me. Yes, like, she should have. She went like. like What's wrong? You Mr. Long-haired caveman, dude. I'm going to have some cider. I was like, just just lay off. Give me the goddamn cider, no okay? No wonder you didn't win the beer podcast thing. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was there twittering about it. <laughs> the guy from the Brewing Network just ordered the uh I wonder if someone did see me. I kind of I tried to hide at the corner. Yeah, and that's like a pink-looking beer. It's very pink. I mean, the watermelon <laughs> wheat doesn't even look pink. Pinko. I know. <laughs> I, know. Dude, we, I didn't even know about You know, I'm pulling the sponsorship. Can you make me a t-shirt that I have to put on every time I go to the 2NA that says, I'll have the cider? <laughs> Don't make fun of me. I'm going to have the cider. No, how about I'll, or, I'll have the pink cider. It has to be a pink t-shirt. Or, or pinkish cider. Vote just, for change. I'll have the cider. Yeah. It's just the shirt that says, do not give me cider. Yes. Yeah. A record number okay, of well, me. There's this, a phone call. Cider, only a, a question, though. What, why did you do it? How about say... Because it's uh, good? Cider, only a caveman well, would enjoy. I don't often drink cider, cider but if I'm going to, never it's going to be Two Rivers Cider, which is what you put on tap there. Okay, and good recovery. I, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just felt like a You know, I think I. it has more alcohol than any of the beer I think you had on tap. I'll just take my heroin light. <laughs> I was with my mom, okay? I was on a date with my mother, and I ordered a pomegranate cider. You know, Alan has a good point. He goes, uh... Crying over movies, now cider. <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Uh, it's the new, you know what? Are your balls going to drop back again sometime? It's the new sensitive, Justin. And uh, I'm trying to bring a little more, you know, people complain about how there's too much testosterone in this room. I'm doing my best to get rid of some. Yeah, uh, you so know you what? You're be- making it run right out the window. <laughs> All right, Ken's on the phone. Ken, what's happening, brother? Uh, this is N.H. Brewer, Justin, not Ken. Oh, okay. I heard Ken. So. Well, my call screener's a yeah. douchebag. Take, take, the mar- take the marble in your mouth. That's that's yeah. All right, what's up, NH Brewer? How you doing, man? I'm doing well, actually. I had a couple questions for Tasty. Um, after the <clears throat> community brew last week on the show, we've been going through on the forum and decided to brew his Nitz Brown Ale recipe, and I had some questions regarding that. Sure, all go, right, sure, great. Go, sure, go ahead. Um, I was curious if you would still brew it the way that the recipe shows in the brook. I've heard you speak recently about uh, substituting some Pilsner malt to push the final gravity down to get an increased hop presence. Yeah. I was curious if you were going to brew it that way now as opposed to just straight two-row. Yeah. You know, I I, uh, just brewed that beer, and I didn't do that, although when I did my double IPA, 
I did go with like 10% Pilsner malt. Um, I, I don't know. You know that beer. Um, actually, that's 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 a malt forward beer. The the American Brown. You wouldn't think so with all that with 65 IBUs, but if if you get if you go with that 154 mash temperature, and you have a pretty typical fermentation, it's going to be malt forward after you let it age for, you know, four or five weeks. So in that case, I'd rather you know not. I'd rather have the malt come through, not like stay in the background for that beer. Okay, and my other question would be about hop substitution, since we're all going to be fighting the hop game here. What sure. you would think it's, you know, uh, you know, anything's acceptable in the bittering, something that's clean and higher alpha, and yeah. you know, blend the American hops at the end, Centennial, Amarillo, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, type thing. Yeah, leave the Centennial and uh, Cascade at the end. But the uh, bittering hop, I, I'd go with uh, Simcoe if you can get it. Uh, Chad made a a great uh, American, made my, the recipe with Simcoe, and I'm having it right now. It's really good. Uh, Columbus, of course, would be good for this, and uh, Summit if you can get it. And uh, what else would be? Uh, you sure you don't want to just brew a cider? <laughs> yeah, you guys want to change it up for a cider? But anyway, uh, I would go with like hops that are what I call in the genre of uh, of Northern Brewer, which is they're unique. There's really no substitute for them, kind of thing. They have a a unique flavor. I've got a question for you, Tasty. Um, sure when when you know, you're uh, doing. Uh, Basically, the cutting edge IPAs and uh, hoppy beers. Yeah. Uh, you don't seem to sit on your hockles here. You're you're gonna do um, something new next time, or do you? I, I just I don't I, understand I, the question either. Well, I, I never see what hockles mean. That was just a filling word. I, I, I wasn't I've known him for. About ten years now, and I've, and he's never okay. He's always been at the forefront here. Ah, so yeah. And it's him not what's like next? oh, I have my recipe and I just do it. And he doesn't. He's always got something well. new coming through. And he, That's he, kind he, of why I was curious of yeah. there, you know, whether you'd be changing your recipe up if you're going to be brewing it all, you know, in our quote unquote community competition here that we're going to do. Hopefully, yeah. you know, you'll have that beer there that day too. And I'm just curious whether you're going to, no. you know, because you have something in your mind thinking to change it up. You're happy where it is. Well, generally, once I get like I get a recipe that I say, okay, this is gold. Why would I want to change it? I leave it that way. This one's like you know because it has some sentimental value. I, I'm you know I don't want to change it up at all. Oh, but you do. You move on. And you, yeah, yeah, you, I'll, make, I'll make other beers that are, you know, like... But this one stays the same. Yeah. No. Why go, it just doesn't brew it again. If I want to make another beer, I'll make another beer, so it wouldn't be the same. I mean, if I want to make a, a lighter, you know, more hop-forward beer, I, I might do what... Uh, but he is, he's always changing, he's always moving, that's what makes him tasty. Uh, I, mean, I can certainly appreciate that, you know, pushing the envelope in the home brewing world makes us yeah. all go forward. Uh, he's never been just somebody that just sat there, and he's always had great beer, but he's always had something new, too. Wow. All right, does that cover it for you, NH? It does. I'd like to say thanks, and uh, hopefully Tasty will bring it strong then when we all brew it. All right. Yeah. I guess that means you have to brew a version, too, Tasty. Well, I got one now. I'm, uh, this, they probably won't be judging for quite a while. So. Yeah. It'll you know, one thing I might add about this is you guys, uh, you know, since my beer is really out of style, that recipe is actually out of style mm-hmm. for an American brown, what you may want to do is like modify the judging so that that's okay. And it's also okay if you brew a lighter version of that that is in style. Ah, excellent Because the judging point. would be just on the best beer. And not worry Maybe about you have the a light, light and a heavy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some people want to do that. It's, it's got to be great beer anywhere you look yeah, at just, it. Just back it all down. Just keep the IBU BU ratio the same, which is about one, I think. 
I just you know, well, roll it down a little bit. Some of us out here are brewing 1060 beers on the regular anyway. You know, I mean, 1065 is well, not that much of a It's not that much more. You're right. Because we're better than you guys out there. Oh, no, I think you guys are doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, in fact, uh, coincidentally, uh, this, this American Brown is very similar to the uh, Black IPA that we're getting at the 21A now. Oh, Black Eye. Oh. The, the Black the black Eye. The Black Eye. Yeah, uh, this, this beer's have gotten a little black more guy. late competition. PA. What's it called, by the way? <laughs> black Eye. It's American Brown Ale. Okay. <laughs> That's what we call it. No, I was Tasty's to... uh, not very creative with the names, Sully. He's not like you and me. Uh, yeah. just... I'm going to call this one Pale Ale. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not as aggressive, it's not as aggressive as the 2-1-A IPA. But... This actually does have a name. It's called Janet's Brown Ale. It's uh, one of the few beers I have that actually has a name, so I should wait, say wait, Hold on a second here. Who? What's the name of it? Janet's Brown Ale. It's my late wife's uh, favorite beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Way to go, Sully. Hence well, the I want to know the name. I mean, I'm asking that. It's funny that I actually have a name for the beer. Tasty, it's a lot of people's favorite favorite beer yeah yeah a lot of people have made that beer. but that oh, would yeah. make for a really long name maybe if we would have made that we would have won <laughs> yeah oh, my well. beer's called justin jason's docks chad's mine sully's uh stephanie's favorite beer uh pale uh, yeah. you're, you're a jap uh, what? you're a jap yeah no no <laughs> all right i'm getting that let's get out of control <laughs> nh thank you my brother yeah it's a good question actually thank you justin Hey, and good luck in the competition, and please do take Tasty's advice about expanding the style a little bit so that no one gets uh, nicked for that uh, broad recipe. He's expanding. Uh, we'll do that for sure. Thanks, brother. All right, bye. All right. There That's you a go. good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Oh, yeah. Got us talking about beer. Tasty's uh, he's an underground favorite here at the BN. No, the guy's <laughs> a rock star. Yeah. Man. I mean, he brewed the 2-1-A. Uh, it was like... I mean, it was great to have him there. He t- Actually, it's interesting having guest brewers come in because they kind of give you another way of looking at how you brew the beer. And his uh, hot profile and program was unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. we've talked about that. Of course, you never asked me to come and brew with you. Not yet. Hmm. Oh, good. I'm on the probably, schedule. You probably shouldn't think about that too much, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> you might get self-conscious. Brennan, no. I have Mondays off. There's no parking for the Hummers. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's. I never bring it into the city because there's never any parking. Doc, I really would like it if you came out and brewed with us, but um, could you take Bart, please? Uh, it's bad for the 2 and A's I generally do, or I take the limo. <laughs> Could you run a Prius and maybe, <laughs> and when you get to the bar, order a cider? Yes. Oh, I can't wait till I have a Prius and then I go all around town. You know what? I wish I was ciders. there when you ordered that cider. I wish I was there. Like I walked out of like, I'm <laughs> so glad what you weren't. What the man. f is going on here? Nobody was there. All the guys were outside having a safety meeting or something, and it was me and my mom at the bar. And I ordered a oh, cider. I walked out. You and the like, bleach blonde. Yeah. Was yeah. there something on tap that you didn't want? Uh, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm here with uh, my mom, and i got to have a cider. No, was, your mom's got dogs that just practically ate me. You, I don't think your mom has a problem probably ordering a double IPA. No. Your, your mom raises wolves. If she wanted to. Exactly. <laughs> what, what, what was going on? You know, I just sometimes, I drink a lot of beer, right? So I just thought I'd change it up. Sometimes I just exactly. want to change it up. You yeah, up let's do that. Let's have uh, you know, lemonade. Uh, if, you, if I knew your wine selection, I might have had a glass of wine, but I didn't. It's not like, I'll let's change it up, I'll have a, like a single malt scotch. Justin, he's giving yeah, you his wine selection right now. Much of a man. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fresh selection of wine coming it's, my way right now. It's funny. I walked up, I'm like, "What are you drinking?" You go, uh, "Pomegranate cider." I said, "Good for you. <laughs> it's a good cider." And we had a moment. Yeah, it, no, it takes 
<laughs> it takes the attention off of JP. We went and had sex in your brewery. Did you just sell your motorcycle? You have a scooter now, don't you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did look. Yeah, but into, still got leather. <laughs> I did look into that uh, smart car that they have. I uh, love that car. Now. Isn't it well, badass? You're too dumb for the smart car. That's uh, true. <laughs> oh. But the smart car is a little too dumb for itself too. I yeah. thought that thing would have gas mileage up the wazoo. It doesn't. It doesn't. You put your wazoo. It's up still there? only in the in the high 30s, low 40s. I thought I, it'd be well over 50. Know, the size of that thing. You can get it like a, a Mini Cooper and, and do the same thing. The same thing. So why get the tiny? Th- it's only for parking. Is the because it says smart and uh, I think in Europe actually gets better gas mileage <laughs> because they they sell like about the altitude. The liter. I think you get a diesel version. No, they sell by the liter, so exactly. it seems better. All right, just uh, so that you know, we do have made friends by cooks on the show tonight, but. <laughs> They're not quite ready. Uh, I did get a message from a Danish listener via JP I think saying, what, what, Chad better check the email he sent to Eddie uh, because he seems to be about an hour off in his planning. Because um, well, we're, we're daylight savings back to standard time. Now. And that, came, that turned out to be true. But I do. It did turn out to be true. I think he's coming on with us in the next fifteen minutes. We're going to have Eddie, who is uh, one of the founders, and also he, he's getting united with the brewer to be on with us right now. Did oh, you yeah. just speak with them again? Yeah, Shit. trying to call. Yeah. So. Well, so, can we have just Eddie? So, we'll we'll work it out in the next fifteen minutes or so. Is what it looks like. Uh, what was the name of that brewery again? Going to Fontaine Minuten. <laughs> yes, that's that's the name of the brewery. Hi. In Denmark, we pronounce Mitchell as Hi. Hi. I'm Sean O'Sullivan. Someone had a great idea. That should be the test for Drunk of the Week this week. Oh. If they can That's pronounce. That's a great idea. Who came up with that? Idea. Uh, some listener. I mean, I did myself. Mm. Yeah. All right, in the meantime, we have cracked open one of uh, Mike Mraz's beers. He was kind enough to give Tasty a selection of his beers yesterday when they were together it's at a tasty the selection. California State Homebrew Competition. And uh, what is this beer that we have here, Tasty? Do we even know? I don't know. I just, uh, it's really nice. And I mean, the bottles uh, taste them like a. Uh, it's like a Belgian uh, something or Belgian other. wheat beer, maybe. Uh, it's I think got that calling, ignore the color. I think he's doing some like additive or something. It's dark. It tastes like a little, uh, almost like an ice box, just not as yeah, strong. Yeah, it does. It's, it's plain malty. But not as yeah. good as your icebox. Not as good as my icebox, that's Because right. it was really Doc's icebox. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Let's drink Everybody like knows that, JP. You didn't have to... You could have let me have my moment. See, that's when, like, a guy says something nice, and then... No, it's not like that at all, as oh, a matter of fact. I see. Yeah. Never let JP come. be your wingman. Oh, um, no. Oh, I am the best wingman, by you know the way. Who's a, yeah, because they know you're not going home with anybody. Yeah. You know who's a good wingman that I just discovered? Tell me. Tasty. <laughs> Tasty is an amazing oh, yeah. wingman. And here's why. Because Tasty's harmless, right? He is yeah, the right. nicest yeah. teddy bear guy. So he goes right up to these hot chicks, right? Yeah. And he starts talking to him. And then before you know it, because he's also just very mellow, he's disappeared. I don't even notice he's gone. <laughs> he's disar- and all of a sudden, I'm talking to the hot chick. Oh, he's disarming. He's yeah, fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's gone. No, I, I'm drinking a pomegranate cider. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The other thing my I realized... Wants to try everything. You know, he's tried mm-hmm. everything in the world. He's a very worldly guy, and now he's on a pomegranate cider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing I realized is that a, a woman holding a passport is like a neon sign. Oh, yeah. If I see a passport, I can see it from across the You're bar. You're on vacation, hon. It's, it's, I, I don't know what it is. It's like, it comes, it's like a... Traveling is great. Extra yeah. sense that I have. That's your traveling pants. French. I just got back from traveling. And this is my friend Tasty. <laughs> I love you. 
I love you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what a conversation at the bar is like with me with a pomegranate cider and a, I got and and a I DVD of uh, Young at Heart under my arm. Exactly. Have I you seen love. this? It's <laughs> old people drinking Coldplay, eating, <laughs> singing Coldplay. It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> Did you know Herman died? He was the lead singer. <laughs> And now he's not singing it anymore. He's and like, at the funeral, they sang it. They sang it in my heart. But the bo- the bonus is everyone gets to gets us more a sixteenth more applesauce with dinner. Well, that probably sounded better before you messed it up. Yeah. I bet. The, oh I bet, yeah. Well, yeah. you're a jerk. I bet Did the you? thought of having kids sounded better to your mom before she messed you up. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my God, that was a singer. Singer. Woo-woo. It's Zinger Saturday here. Can I point out something? I did think about having my uh, mom on the air tonight. We really haven't done a show yet. <laughs> well, because we're waiting on the Danes. Can I, can I put this over here? This is like mid-meltdown. We're just tasting Oh, wait, wait, wait. You we're say? faking it right Okay, oh, yeah, you can put that right next to me. If I had known this was going to happen, yeah. I would have just pushed our show back to start at 7. Good Push. job, Chad. I could have given you like 45 minutes on my entire like trip to us, uh, wherever I was, Alaska. I'll bet you could with <laughs> slides and everything. Exactly. Here I am. Here's the polar bear. <laughs> Chad. I'm getting a message and from there, Pete. They, look, there's no, John ahead, with the polar bear. Here's Chaz wearing the hat again. And Stephanie. Stephanie's like holding the guy with the polar bear hat. Chad, call code for some reason. Pete's telling you to call code. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. No, I, I think we're, I think we got to call code I'll tell you what, Chad. crazy strip club, though, in Anchorage. Oh, I could tell my strippers. Too. Great you? America Bush Company. Bush. Or Great Alaska Bush Company. Bush. <laughs> That's what it's That's called? That's the name of it. Great And name. apparently this is like a really great I don't want to see that. There's, it's really I've been to Anchorage. A lot, but there's a lot of great strippers that come from Vegas there to like during the summer, but then they oh, leave. Well, I was there no. when they left. Every single, <laughs> every single one of those girls, like they looked kind of hot, but they kind of turned away, and they had some significant flaw, like a... Like a Scar or some weird they, tattoo, some bear mauling, no, they, yeah. no, they, they bear mauling. The, the dirty nose, fat. like some, and the weird boob job where the nipples are pointing in different directions. Yeah, like, no, what the heck is going nipple. on here? Yeah. They, they had a dirty nose. You know, I didn't notice the nose one too many bucks. <laughs> hey, they had a dirty nose. <laughs> I, I, I don't. What does that mean? I don't understand what. That oh, means. um, yeah, no. You don't know what a dirty nose is. <laughs> No, they were nice mean girls. Was it Munich. A classic movie. No, never saw it. Okay, good. I hung out with the guys from uh, Midnight Sun up there. That's a great brewery. They uh, heard they, good things about. Oh them. my gosh, they do this whole. Where'd they get the name? <laughs> they do this whole series up there. They, last year they did this whole planet. Or uh, uh, was it uh, Seven Deadly Sin series? So uh, it's Sloth and all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, then, uh, it's hungry. You, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, shit. What is it? Help me out here. Anybody? <laughs> what? Are you talking? Uh, what are lust? the seven deadly? Yeah, lust. They had all that stuff. Uh, this uh, year they're lunch. doing. This year, this year they're doing like uh, the planet series. So they have like Pluto, Mercury, Venus. They have all this stuff. It's just amazing. Uranus, Pooh. <laughs> crickets. <laughs> I thought that the crickets were speaking for themselves. And Gabe up there was is a great brewer up there, and just went out of his way. Came at two o'clock in the morning, and we met up and tasted all the beers at their old brewery. They're moving to a new brewery. Just a phenomenal experience up there. That's great. If you ever have an opportunity to go to Alaska, I know that kind of gets a bad rap right now, depending on what your politics are because of what happened, but, I mean, it's an unbelievable place for craft beer. There's a great festival, too, which I'll be at in January called the Great Alaska Beer and Barley Wine Festival, and uh, it's just just phenomenal. People so, are trying to get me to go to that. You have to go to year. it. It's just it's 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 great, uh, you know. Fly to Seattle, do a night layover like I did, and then fly on anchor, and just go direct. I mean, it's just great. Can I bring my mom? Bring your mom. I think I'm gonna bring, bring my mom everywhere now. 
Sure. No. Don't. She could sell T-shirts out of the bag in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I'm waiting in the car, man. Uh, sell some shirts. That's huh? my son. We'll Flipping build, them around. We'll build a vest for one of the dogs, and the dogs can walk around with shirts on their pouches. It's good. You should go to that. It's great. So, Shat, what's the deal? Is uh, ready for their interview now, or I have to wait a few minutes, or what's the deal? So it's the brewer and Eddie, and uh, they're just waiting on the uh, home brewer, I believe. All right, let's should do it. They're, they're waiting on. So they're pretty much brewer? ready to go. Yeah, we don't need to wait for them. Wake them up. I have a feeling that this number isn't going to be correct. Uh, you're wrong. Because <laughs> it just looks... Zero one one's a country code, I believe. But it's that's not. Like get you out of the... Uh... Yeah, that's something you should say, I know. Yes. Okay. But zero one one is not With the authority. country code. No, zero one not, gets you out, and then the country code is after that, I think. Yes, that's correct. Oh, okay. That's why I'm thinking this is... Let's go zero zero one. Welcome to the Sunday Kitchen. Hi, we're learning how to call uh, out of the country right now. I can't believe we didn't win that award. <laughs> I like the dark bag. Are you listening to this program? <laughs> how well this is produced? <laughs> Probably beer school. Yeah, well, one. It's not how well we sound. It's how well we sound. <laughs> All right. I think Doc should conduct the interview. And I should. <laughs> we'll just sit back here and go like, we all agree with Doc. And you should. <laughs> Invalid phone number. All right, we're gonna Surprise. we're gonna do this at the break. Um, you know what? Everybody needs to validate over here with Justin. You want to find the country code for you? I'll tell you what. If I cared about life anymore, this was I'd be pissed off about this show. I can't believe I haven't been on the show like more than six months, and this is what's happening. This right is now. what you get. I walk into something where we're doing an interview at like eight o'clock. What's going I on? I pretty much have to say jinx. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because, you know... Yeah, I was going to find it. You got here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> kind of, uh, I'm going to leave then. What, si- what city are they? We had a good 10 minutes. All right, we're going to take a real quick break. Yes. Uh, when we come back, we'll get um, Midfoon's Brujus. Play my commercial. <laughs> Midfoon's Brujus. We're going to go to break and play Sally's commercial eight times. <laughs> and uh, when we come back... Hey, grab, grab another beer. We'll hopefully talk to our Danish friends. Stick with us. Sorry for the delay, uh, but it's going to be a, a great show. I'm just sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there. We'll be right back. It's the we'll session. We'll this up in the podcast. Yeah. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Okay, I rolled a 15, and I get a plus two from my yeast starter. No, sorry, you failed your roll. Your beer is infected. No way. You had to be to 24. It's schizosaccharomyces. This sucks. I just failed versus oxidation. Our party is fracked. Doug's the only one left, and his beer is a Berliner Weiss. What's this? A tea party? Hey, this is a brew session, man. Get lost. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Does your significant other know the difference between an Irish red ale and a Flanders red ale? Do you burp, strizzle, spalt, and fart Y-Yeast 2308? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the socially awkward Patters beer and the sci-fi convention showstopper number eight make 10th level at northernbrewer.com life is too short to drink shitty shitty beer. 
Sean the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. To vote, who wants to bet on how long it takes me to fire Shat? Ten minutes. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Uh, I'm surprised he came back in for this part. Will Shat make it through this show, or yes, or is this his final? (laughs) You have a soft spot in your heart, like Chad has on the top of his head. (laughs) The same person that wants to order a pomegranate cider, I will will keep him on. (laughs) I will win. Uh, A guy like that can never fire anybody. I'm going to win. Who here? No, because you will not fire him. So that's your vote. Uh, my vote, no way. Oh, yeah, there's no way you're going to fire him. Yeah, you're keeping him. He's done worse things than whatever this is. No, much worse. I really want to fire him, though. I, I, that does not matter. <laughs> yeah. I know how much you want to fire him. Yeah. Well, then who's going to do the updates? <laughs> that's true. It all, all it means is more work for you. Yeah, that's true, too. What's all this firing? Oh, hell, uh, what is that? You mean cold hustling? <laughs> yeah, I might have to be a cold hustler. Oh. Or cold hustler. I think I added the oh, D when shit. I wasn't supposed to. The guy to. has that's a license plate. You can't get rid of him now. now. I can't. now like, <laughs> that's job security. You're emboldened to him. I see your dad's plan now. Oh, your dad knows you're a douche, and he's like, <laughs> if I get him the license plate, you can't get fired. I don't want him back here, so he's staying out there. See here, Justin, the way you make uh, it happen here, you, 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 you get the license plate, and he can't get let go of you. Or, uh, or, uh, All right, or, I do think we have our friends from Denmark on the line now. So we can get this show rolling. Uh, Eddie, are you there? Yes, we are. And good morning. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hi. Welcome All to right. the program. And, uh, actually, after li- listening to last week's show, I thought we would start the day with a little Danish lesson. Okay, uh, good. You had a little bit of a problem saying Midfun's Borghus. Midfun Borghus. Yeah, that's pretty close. Let's try one more time. Midfun's Borghus. All right. Miss Ben Well, we try it right now. <laughs> That's close enough. All right, wait. Uh, we're going to try it once more. Everybody in unison. Oh, I, don't, I, I already did mine. I'm good. 
Once more, let me try I would it. just make you sound better. Once more, let me try it. Hang on. Mid-Foon Spikehooks. How's that? Perfect. Oh, Perfect. good. All right. Okay. Yeah. I told, I've been practicing. We did and, it. And if we need to translate it for our listeners, it's Midfoon's Brewery. That's all. So ah. Midfoon's Brewery. Yeah. Hey, you Very sound easy. pretty American to me, Eddie. Yeah, actually, I'm an American that's been living in Denmark since 1993. Okay. What, what, what gave it away, Justin? The, the name Eddie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eddie the Dane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ed, Ed Bloons Americus. <laughs> yeah. You had a bagel yeah. for uh, breakfast is what's going on there? Why did you move? Yeah, actually, we haven't gotten breakfast yet. We've had our first beer Woo! and a little bit of coffee. Nice. Right. In that order? Yeah, of course. That's usually <laughs> the way we start the morning. Okay, good. Eddie, how is it that you ended up in uh, Denmark? Why'd you move there? Oh, actually, I met a Danish woman back in uh, 1989, and um, seven months later we were married, and uh, five years later we moved to Denmark. I thought you were going to say seven months later we were divorced, (laughs) and I'm still in Denmark. No, 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 not yet. Good, good for you. You know... Those women, they'll get you to do it every time. Where did you meet her? Over there or over here? Uh, no, actually, I was working as a uh, manager of a restaurant. Uh, so she came, she was a, an au pair uh, 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 in the United States and came into my bar one evening. Okay. And that's kind of one of those stories. It was kind of a love-hate in the beginning because I asked her for her ID, ID card because she looked very young. Passport. And it irritated her. She thought I was an asshole and thought that uh, oh. she would never come in that bar again. Mm. So it, it started out rough, but uh, yeah, we've been married since. So. But the stalking paid off. Yeah, I love the yeah. fact you referred to her as an au pair, because that means she's probably really hot, because nanny versus au pair. Au pair is exactly. always like really exactly. hot young And it, you know the stereotype of Scandinavian women, you know. Yeah, they're really, really... They like exactly. gefeltfish? I don't understand. Blonde. Blonde, uh, yes, nice breasts. <laughs> yeah. Seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eddie has listened to this show before. Yeah, good yeah. morning, Woody. Listen, Eddie, I'm a little <laughs> older. Could you send a picture over, please? Say good morning, yeah, Woody. Don't worry. Um, now, Eddie, how long has the brewery been in business there? The, the brewery started in uh, the end of 2004. Um, and I came in as uh, I bought fifty-one uh, percent of the brewery uh, the first of November two thousand and six. Okay. And uh, it was a brewery that had a very rough start in uh, Denmark. They started making uh, Scotch uh, Scottish real ales, which um, they had production production problems, and the uh, consumers in Denmark were not uh, were not too keen on on the type of beer they were brewing in the beginning. Okay. And now, is that because the 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 beer itself was flawed, or was was that just not the beer scene uh, in Denmark? It was a combination in the beginning that the beer was flawed, and then they had uh, they worked out all the problems, but in, it, it, the taste just weren't. It, the problem was once you have a bad reputation, it, it's very hard to change it. Right, believe me, uh, like Justin, yeah. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So the two the two original owners sold uh, their uh, their shares of the company, uh, and I came in in the first of November two thousand and six, where we we basically started from scratch. Now, did you have a beer background, or did you just fall no, upon this? I have this? a background in uh, fine food and wine. Okay. So how did you uh, like our category? And, um, there was a very uh, innovative brewer uh, that uh, was brought into the brewery. His name is Jan Jensen. Okay. And one of the other things that we've done, which is a little bit innovative, is that we decided that because there's a big 
movements with craft brewers in Denmark, as well as the microbrewery branch exploding in Denmark the last five years. We've gone from about 15 breweries to over 100 microbreweries in Denmark. Wow, wow. that's really there rare. Are there are only five and a half million people in Denmark, so I believe we're right now the number two country in the world with most breweries. Uh, per capita, per yeah. yeah. That's impressive. So uh, we also uh, are... The uh, product development team is our brewer and a very well-known uh, craft brewer in Denmark, Jakob Mickelman. He's on his way here now. He'll be here in about ten minutes. Nice. Sounds like uh, Jakob sounds like he should be our uh, like our fifth morning show guy, right? <laughs> Jakob Smirnov. You would not believe it. I'm drunk. I fell off the curb. <laughs> exactly. All right. Good job, Sully. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropped right into that. So, Eddie, it sounds <laughs> to me like uh, since you had the food and wine background, you, you got into the beer business for the potential, not because you were a home brewer. I mean, did you, were you a craft beer fan? Yeah, or I, just... I, I, w- I got into the business, I think, uh, because of two things. I like good food, and I like my good drinks, wine or beer. Um, the other thing was that... Um, this was the first time in the, in my life I had a chance uh, to develop and produce my own product. Okay. And I found that quite interesting. And uh, I don't think I could have found a better business to develop products because the beer business is quite exciting and uh, the opportunities are, yeah, it's incredible because you can make beers to taste almost of anything. Okay. And I think that's what's interesting. There, there are no boundaries. And did your Danish accent come with the brewery, or...? <laughs> My Danish accent is uh, because I've lived in Denmark for so many years. All right, I'm just fucking with you. It is funny, yeah, though. Right. It kind of goes back. You can't say fuck. Sometimes you, you get a little Brooklyn in there, and then sometimes yeah. you get a little uh, Danish in there. Yeah, and the thing was, uh, I, I lived in Manhattan for two and a half years, so I had a little bit of a New York accent at one time, but... Um, my accent is totally confused. <laughs> so it, I'm guessing that the brewery is a full-time gig for you at this point in yeah, your life. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's full-time. Um, it, it, you don't go into this business uh, anywhere um, and do it part-time. Sure. Okay. Um, it's really, we went from probably one of Denmark's worst breweries wow. to top three breweries within two years. Uh, According one of our to beers, us. <laughs> last year was uh, named the best new beer in Denmark. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, the, the Society of Danish Beer Enthusiasts picked our Imperial Stout out of 556 other beers, and our uh, Double India Pale Ale uh, had a seventh placing. Wow. wow. So, so we've really done a lot of hard work, and uh, just like anything else, you can have the world's best beer, but if you don't go out and, uh, and work with it and tell people and get people to taste your beer, then uh, you're not going to get noticed. So what's um, so? just kind of give a little bit of background right now. So where are you located uh, in Denmark, and how big is your brewery? Thun, which is the little island in the middle of Denmark. The, the biggest town is Odense, which is where Hans Christian Andersen was born. Oh. And, and we're about 23 <laughs> kilometers from real cider man here. I love that movie. From where? Yeah. Let's say the last part again. We were laughing over Yeah, we're fault. about 23 kilometers south of the largest town on the island of Foon. Okay. okay. Stop saying kilometers. 23 kilometers, <laughs> that's like 59,000 miles. Yeah, that's like the size yeah. of Pacheco. 
<laughs> and how big about is your fifteen miles? And how much beer do you make? And uh, how big We're is your doing brew house? About ninety thousand liters. Stop saying uh, liters. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we're doing we we make all our beers by hand. Everything is hand bottled. Um, uh, we put our our labels on by hand. We we put the capsule on by hand. Uh, everything is done by hand. We when we brew, we make about eight hundred to a thousand liters at a time. And so there are small production batches. So you're doing about uh, three thousand barrels a year. And uh, is it all um, pretty much bottles, or do you uh, do kegs uh, for? Sell uh, some kegs. It's a it's a very small production in kegs. Um, getting into the restaurants and uh, the beer establishments in Denmark can be difficult because that... there are, are some very big producers in Denmark: Carlsberg, Tuborg, Odense. Right. Some. Um, Carlsberg. Yeah, they make it a little difficult. I was just, I was asking like how hard is it would be to get into uh, restaurants and that that's one of the main things you can only like put so many bottles out there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But we're right now we're also exporting, um, so I mean we have a lot of small customers. Uh, hey, who's calling small? <laughs> so, so Carlsberg's like your kind of that's kind of like your Anheuser Busch of your area yeah, basically. Exactly. They're like the they're like the nine hundred pound gorilla. Yeah, the big challenge in Denmark is five years ago there were om- there were very few breweries and there were almost no special beers on the market. So everybody was used to a pilsner, and uh, what has happened is it's become a beer revolution. I mean, Denmark, yeah. if you go back thirty, forty years, uh, all the farms they were brewing beer at home. Uh, the farm workers were getting home brewed beer, and then all the big breweries bought up the small town breweries, and mm. there were three big players on the uh, Danish market. And now our biggest challenge is to move the consumer from a Pilsner to an extreme hopped double India pale ale. That's awesome. And uh, what we're seeing is, is that the consumer is it, it's just, they're excited about all the new beers and their taste buds. We're moving them every day. And they're starting to ask for more and more extreme beers. So what? So exactly what's what's going on there? Because you have kind of a craft brew scene that's in its infancy. And I, I was back in uh, Italy a couple of years ago, and they're just kind of trying to figure out what they're doing there uh, the last few years. Whether they're going to be uh, an ale brewery, lager breweries, or Belgian breweries. Are where you guys kind of like? Where did you come from? It sounds like you're sort of uh, seated in lager breweries. Are you or, or brewers? Are you like going more towards ales, Belgian beer? Are you looking more towards the United States, where it's more of a uh, bunch of different types of styles, more of a hodgepodge kind of thing? Yeah, actually, you're correct. It's uh, the hundred microbreweries in Denmark. It's a combination. Uh, they're inspired from beers all over the world. So the American-inspired uh, beers, Belgian, uh, Germany, uh, the microbreweries are making all types of beers. And so there's, there, are, there are no um, no restrictions on what the microbreweries are trying to develop today. Well, I think we're trying one of the first beers right now. Yeah, we've got your stout in front of us, at, yes. which I think is fantastic. It's, it's really a cream stout, right? It's very... Yeah. It's very creamy. It's nice and chocolatey, too. It's great. Yeah, exactly. What we did is this, it's not the imperial stout. It's the uh, regular stout. Yeah, that's what we're having yeah. first, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Our, one of the things that we find to be a challenge, in, and when we're developing products, we like to see how many different tastes we can bring uh, together in a beer 
with only using the basis ingredients. We do have beers where we use spices and, and things like that, but we, when we develop beers, uh, it, it, takes, it takes us uh, sometimes a very long time to get it just like we want it to be, using only hops, uh, yeast, uh, malt, and water. Uh, do you guys have any issues on uh, total alcohol content kind of thing? <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at a lot of your beers are like huge, huge, and, uh, and I'm wondering any restrictions there. Yeah, exactly. No, we have no restrictions in Denmark. Um, uh, the only restriction is the more alcohol, the more taxes you pay to the government. Uh, right, but is it exorbitant when you uh, start ramping it up? Some people have a, a, a cut off like in England. Yeah, they have a cut off. Yeah. There's like, oh, I don't want to go beyond that. No, in Denmark, there's no cut off, and actually. Um, our strategy has been to make a little bit stronger beers than some of the microbreweries started out in Denmark because what we're, what we're seeing is the Danish consumer appreciates the fullness and, and, and the power behind the beer. Yeah. yeah. Well, your stout is amazing. It's 7.2% alcohol. I mean, it's not really a cream stout, although it does have that kind of flavor to it, but it's definitely like... I mean, it's big. It's yeah. big and it's creamy, and it, it just—it's—it's it's nice and uh, balanced. You—you uh, wouldn't, you. You wouldn't think it was so seven point two. No, it's very subtle. Now, one of the things we work on when we're developing our beers also is hiding the alcohol percent. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean that—that's that, a big part of it because that's what I work uh, on when I'm on a date. When, when a beer tastes too alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> it can really ruin the experience in our eyes. Uh, when we developed our Imperial Stout, we were at about 11% in the beginning. And we took the development process back to about 9.5, where we found that we really uh, we were we were really hiding the alcohol and made it to a much better beer than uh, having a stronger beer on the market. Can you hide it from the government? No, they, they, you know what? That's one of the first shocks you get when you move to Denmark. That's the taxes. Of course, you, you know the it's price funny. Of cars and I, the price of gasoline. I have. So your, I know the gas. I know the gas prices in the United States have gone up, but you have nothing to complain about. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> we a whole don't. other issue. But uh, I'm looking at your label. I, I'm actually looking at the bottle for the stout right now, and, yeah, uh, and uh, I'm re- trying to read it, and I realize like it's it's in another language. <laughs> And you thought you were just seeing double. I, I felt I, for a second there, I was like, "All right, I can pick up crystal malt, it's just chocolate solid. malt, and um, Rista big." <laughs> I just yeah, so that's going to be quite hard. I sent a little short description in English. I don't know. Yeah, if we have, have that them. laying around. We do. Everyone's got those in front of us, and yeah. we did just open your Imperial Stout as well. And okay. so the first stout that we had, we mentioned it was a seven point two percent, but also just very smooth. You didn't really taste that. Now that we've opened the Imperial Stout, which is nine and a half percent, it tastes to me even less alcoholic than the first one. Like the, there's yeah. no there's no heat there. No, and that and kind of we we developed a, an imperial stout uh, that we've aged a little bit with uh, oak, um, and we wanted it to make it to to teach the Danes that they can use a stout also for dessert. Yeah, um, where we're trying to bring uh, chocolate, coffee, a little bit of vanilla, uh, and and uh, giving um, the consumer uh, other uh, other opportunities to drink beer. It's uh, it's a nice beer. This is also the one that was uh, voted best new beer in '07 by the Danish Society of Beer Enthusiasts. Exactly. Yeah. This year, the hundred microbreweries in Denmark they're expecting that we make 
over 700 new beers this year. Wow. Ooh, wow. So you're talking five and a half million people, 100 breweries. Last year, 556 new beers. This year, over 700. That's a lot of so different beers. Tough. Yeah, that is tough. So how are you? Uh, how are you creating this balance here? Because it's absolutely they're very well balanced. I mean, there's you don't get a lot of roastiness out of the stout at all. Hmm. Uh, these beers are a little bit cold right now. It's but, not too uh, sweet. It's yeah, not too it's alcoholic. Just how are you? Yeah. What's your Actually, secret? what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave that to my brewers here. Okay. Uh, I have Dan here beside me and Jakob, and I will let them answer how they get that fine balance and uh, the non-alcoholic. Sounds good. Yeah. I wish I could comment on this Imperial Stout, but I don't have one, so. Oh, uh, yeah. Now you sound like Doc. Here. Now are you a diva, too? Yeah, give him no, this. No, I just want to participate. Give him this. Chad's too busy fucking taking up space. Justin, <laughs> give him that. Okay, there you go. Hmm. I'm going to shoot myself. Yeah, you probably should. Go get my gun safe. I think it's for a second, JP. I want a nice selection. Yen, are you on the phone with us? Yeah, I'm on the phone. Hello. Yeah. How are you? It's nice How to meet you, Yen. I'm Justin. you got a whole studio full of folks here. We want to ask you about your beer. Okay. So right now we're so drinking, right now we're drinking your Imperial Stout. And the question that Sully, uh, he's from the 21st Amendment Brewery. He's a brewer here also. He's yeah, talking about how well-balanced your beers are and... Um, Kind of wants to know your process and how you're able to do that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's difficult to answer, but uh, a lot of taste will um, make a lot of taste into the beer, uh, using all the the malts and yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's quite, quite heavy in uh, in uh, taste. And are you adding like a lot of crystal malt? Are you backing off on the bitterness in order to sort of balance it out and not being so aggressive on it? Yeah. Uh, what are you targeting? Are you targeting more of a, uh, an English uh, sort of stout, an American stout? I'm Jacob here too. Uh, okay. Actually, like an like, like an uh, Russian imperial stout. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Good. It's kind of velvety like that. Yeah, it is. It says in the description it's uh, several types of roasted malts, but what Sully was saying is you don't get too much roast flavor out of that. So I guess maybe a good question is how are you using so many different roasted malts but not making it too... Roasty. Yeah. We use uh, some uh, some some of the malt are dehost. Okay. Okay. Yeah, dehusked uh, roasted barley and hmm. and so on. Oh, the dehusked. Oh, okay. Yeah, dehusked. Yeah. That's a good point because, uh, not that I know, but I've certainly heard it talked about on this show, right, Tasty? <laughs> that uh, the husks are really part of the, that you can get that really acrid yeah, flavor right. from them. exactly. So, yeah, you get malts without it, you can eliminate that part. Can we Sometimes get a stringent kind of a... We've actually done that as well. We've got kind of backed off on it where you get, it actually adds more color than it does yeah. kind of a roasty astringency to it, so... Okay. Yeah. Can we get those as homebrewers? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. All right, so dehusked malts, that's good. Sorry? Tannins out of the malt when you dehusked it. I'm sorry, could you say that once more? You take a lot of the bitterness out and bitter bitterness and tannins out of the malt when you dehusk it. Okay. And so, but that's so, just but some that's of the malts. That's not all of them for you. Use some uh, caramel malts. All right, some caramel in there caramel. too. But only is it only the roasted grains that are dehusked? 
Yeah. Yeah. So what's the uh, what kind of IBUs are you talking about in this beer? This is Sean. How many IBUs? Yeah. Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Okay, that's, that's not too high. So that would actually uh, lend to the the sort of balanced flavor of this beer. That's pretty good. That is real good. I like both really of these stouts. No, they're really good. They're very uh, subtle. They uh, definitely have accents of uh, both those styles. They're not over the top. Um, they're very drinkable right now, and uh, they're great. We've got two others of your beers here, too. We don't just have the stouts. We've got your IPA and your double IPA. Uh, what's yeah, I think you should, if you have time, open the double IPA also. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think what we're going to do is take a quick break yeah. and come back, and we're going to get into these IPAs. Because Absolutely. we've polished off your stout pretty well, <laughs> and it's got us primed for some good IPA. So if you guys can hang in there, we'll come back and do that in just a second. Sounds great. All right, great. So we've got uh, our Danish friends on the show with us today. And we're going to be talking about their beers all night. We've got a couple more to do here, and we'll find a, a, hopefully a little bit more about their brewing process uh, when we come back, and a little bit more about the Danish beer scene, which is interesting to me. Yeah. Sully, I wanted to, add, I want to talk to you when we come back that um, because you've been alive for so long. Uh, no, he's, it sounds to me like the way he's talking about the, the Danish craft beer scene growing up right now. It's really very similar to what we went through, isn't it? Years ago, absolutely. So I just want to talk about some of, those, uh, some of those parallels, too. So stick with us. We'll come back uh, and, and do much more. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to The Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on The Brewing Network. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Lots to do, lots to cover. Got a late start with our interview today with Midfoons Bruchus. I think I was Say it close. again. What was that one? Bruchus. Midfoons Bruchus. How close what? am I, Eddie? I, you suck. Eddie, did I lose you? Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Yes, we are here and we're ready. Okay. There ready, we go. Eddie. Ready like Eddie. <laughs> ready, Eddie. Got it. Eddie's oh, ready. Please. 
All right, so we just cracked open your IPA. Yeah. And everybody's enjoying it. It's going around the room. And, um, you know, I really can't help but notice the uh, very American-style um, beers that you're producing, all, th- all three of these. And you should. Um, yeah, but that's, high, that's where I, of course, where I'm inspired. And yeah, okay, back absolutely. Back in the 70s, one of the, the first special beers I ever had was the Samuel Adams Pale Ale. Ah. Back when they first came out. Yeah, of and, course. And uh, living in the United States, I, I enjoyed the microbreweries uh, before moving to Denmark. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, as they say, I'm a hophead. I, I'm to more hoppy beers. Okay. Now, guys so in the room the IPAs here... IPAs has been one of the things that uh, I've wanted to, <coughs> to produce in Denmark. And uh, Jan and Jakob have done a fantastic job making our first two IPAs. How hard is it to sell a hoppy beer to the Danish population? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even uh, most Europeans that I've met, uh, it's a hard it's style to get a hold of. Actually, um, it's, it's not our best seller. But what is happening is, is we're seeing that the consumer is, is moving over to the more hoppy beers. Uh, you're seeing a lot more uh, IPAs come out on the market, double IPAs. You're seeing the barley wines. And so it, it's definitely it, – we're about 10, 15 years behind the United States, but the consumer is catching up very fast. Pacheco's about 10, 15 years behind yeah. the U.S. too, so I can really relate. To but that. we're not catching up all that. <laughs> but, yeah. but you really aren't actually, because the IPA here is pretty aggressive. It's seven point three percent alcohol. It's definitely got like a profound uh, bitterness to it and alcoholic content. The, the the sweetness from the ethanol. It's so smooth. Like that's what I've noticed about all these beers so far. They're but, relatively high in alcohol, well, I, but they're so drinkable. Yeah. Yeah. The I think the IBU on that is sixty six. <laughs> wow. So what kind of hops are you using in the IPA? We're using, uh, in that one, we're using uh, Cascade uh, and Centennial, and we're dry hopping with Cascade. Wow. Is it, is it tough to get Cascade there in Denmark? We had a problem uh, uh, this year because of the Darley, uh, the, 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 Darley, the, bad, har- the bad harvest. Yeah. Uh, the prices in Denmark on hops, they, were, you could, they went up about three times. Three hundred percent, but we're we're not having any problems getting enough now. So that's good. We're just laughing at Sully. He's making funny faces at us right now. <laughs> Sorry. But one of the one of the things that we work on with our with our IPAs is um, we want a, a good malt profile also. Yeah. See and, that that's what I was going to comment on because you know you guys in the room were saying. Um, uh, that it's it's so hoppy and aggressive. I was thinking East Coast IPA. Yeah, uh, well, I wasn't thinking well, it's, West it's Coast. Certainly IPA. balanced. Yeah. I, I think that has a lot to do with uh, the grain they're using. Right, we're using like um, a Great Western, uh, yeah, uh, malts, pa- pale malts and things, and they're using continental stuff. Okay, so it's so what is more the, yeah, English what malt. It, yeah, what is the base malt in this beer? What would you use for base malt and say uh, well, any of your beers really? What's your backbone uh, malt? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm tasting that in this beer. Now, what about yeast? Uh, you using an English yeast as well? We use U.S. I don't know if it's called O5. Or oh, using a dry yeast. Uh-huh. So, yeah, O5. Yes. Is that... Um, sure, yeast. It's, the, um, it's basically the uh, dry version of O1. Which yeah. is the uh, White Labs version? It's uh, fifty of uh, US fifty six. Yeah, fermentus O five. 
So is that an English yeast? No, no that's a, no, it's American, equivalent to 001. American oh, very, very... So uh, it's, the, it's the Marisada neutral. that I'm getting the English notes from, mm-hmm. I think. Very well, I like this beer because we're drinking the IPA right now. I like it because it's very balanced. I mean, you have a, like... You kind of like... Uh, you just touched upon it very briefly, but it seems like you're you're sort of constructing this recipe where it's got more of a malt... Like, it's got a malt balance to the bitterness. It's not just, like, drinking bitter tea. It, there's definitely a malt presence to it. Very nice beer. You're not getting that big dry finish. Uh, you're, you're getting still a very nice bitterness, mm-hmm. but uh, the balance is something that we've worked very long on. And I think when you're trying to take, uh, I think based on the consumer group that we're working with, and it, it's easier for them to start there. Uh, we're, we're developing some more extreme beers at the moment uh, where you're going to get much more of that American dry finish. Um, but um, this is kind of step one. So I have a question for it's for Yen, but if you could cover it, Eddie, that's fine. Also, um, because you you keep talking about how much you've worked on these beers and and how and we're talking about how well done they are. What is Yen's uh, and and Jakob, What are their brewing backgrounds? I'm curious if they were brewing, you know, regular uh, European lagers, and now all of a sudden they're doing a great job with these American-style craft beers. What's their background? Uh, I, I have been uh, um, brewing uh, a little bit before I, um, I come into the brewery. And then I, um, four, year, four years ago I was finishing uh, education uh, where I was studying food technology. Mm. And uh, in, in, in that time, I was uh, employed in a, a bigger brewery here in Denmark okay. Bank for a short time before I started in, in the brewery. But I've been brewing uh, for many years at home. So are you okay. happier being at a smaller brewery? Pardon? Are you uh, happier at a small brewery? Yeah. Yes, it's a great space. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I bet. Yeah, he gets to do whatever he wants. I have I have no say in the matter. <laughs> He's his own, boss, his own boss, huh? Now, when you were a home brewer, were you brewing these style of beers also? Yes, I was, yeah. Okay. But the big brewery you worked for, you were brewing in, in industrial lagers. Normally, lager. Yeah, okay. So when you, when you were... Um, Sort of the impetus, the 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 idea, the uh, example of uh, these beers that you're, especially this uh, IPA that we're drinking, and also we just started drinking the double IPA. I mean, we're, I mean, you're you're over there. What was, what did you drink that made you say, "I'm going to brew this double IPA"? Uh, I was drinking uh, all, uh, beers from all the other uh, breweries, uh, small uh, microbreweries in Denmark, and tasting uh, what they were doing. Okay. And then uh, when Eddie came into the uh, uh, Midfins brewery, then uh, he was talking about uh, this American style beer, so I had to taste that and then uh, went from there. So when you said you tasted American style beers, where did, what kind of beers were you tasting? I mean, uh, can you remember some of the the brands? Marantia IPAs. Just general IPAs? I mean, I like one. Avery. Avery. Had a very many of. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in one yeah, setting. It's one of my favorites, actually. You remember the headache, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Avery is good beer. Eddie, uh, how did you find uh, Yan as a brewer? Yeah, but actually, um, Yan is somebody that I... Uh, they came into the brewery just before I bought the brewery because the people that were running it before, 
and we're looking for a little bit new, uh, some new inspiration. So when I took over the brewery, Jan had been there uh, a short time before. Okay. So he didn't start the brewery, but he came in uh, to try to, to fix yeah, the problems that were there from the beginning. I think it would be pretty exciting to be a brewer in Denmark right now, to be the brewer. Like, I think he's probably a rock star in that town. That yeah, they're oh, yeah. He is a rock star in Denmark. I mean, I'm trying there these beers. <laughs> trying these beers right now, honestly. Um, this double IPA, 9.2% alcohol, and the flavor in there is absolutely phenomenal. And to think that it's being brewed over in an environment where it was probably not so commonplace not too long ago is really extraordinary to me. Yeah. I wonder if people would come to see your beer. Uh, you have this IPA, American IPA, and um, you're in Denmark. Yeah. But, that's a, that's I mean, <laughs> right now, uh, our export markets, we're exporting to Norway, to Holland, a little bit to Finland. Uh, we've had, sent a little bit of our beer to Germany. Uh, and, of course, as an American, um, I have... Um, I have some goals that I want to achieve. We want to try the Iceland. Okay? Want to take over the world? Iceland. Yeah, Iceland doesn't have any money, so we, we, we stopped. With it, <laughs> Neither with would we, actually. Market. They love but the beer, course, but they have no course, money. Of course, one of my big goals is, is, is to send some beer to my own country. There you go. Uh, and that, um, the day that we send the first pallet uh, of handmade beer from Denmark... Uh, to the United States, uh, there will be a big party at the brewery. I can, le- I can, I can tell you. You're going to cry, aren't you? Uh, basically, I've, I'm, re- yeah, I'm ready. When I talk about it, I get a little choked up. <laughs> yeah, well, right after you do that, don't watch young people because uh, you'll cry twice. No. Young at heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Young at heart. You know what was funny is because when yeah. I first started in the business um, and we started making all these new beers, uh, of course, I was uh, looking on RateBeer.com to see what people thought about our beer, some of the experts, and the first time that one of my beer, we got a rating from the United States, I had a tear in my eye because, really? of course, these raters, they send beers back and forth, so we've had many ratings in the United States, not many, but a good bit, sure. and the first one was, uh, it was, like, it was incredible. <laughs> That's good. That's got to. That's got to feel really good. We're drinking the double IPA right now. Uh, what's the hop bill on this? Yeah, the hops we're using. Uh, we're using, of course, uh, loads of Cascade. We're using Centennial Oceanook. Uh, the IBU is at 110. Wow. Uh, <laughs> good man. <laughs> yeah. Which which some people say that they don't feel the 110, but that's also I don't feel it. Part- yeah, but that's also because we, we, we've worked really uh, a lot on the uh, malt profile. Yep. There's, a, there's a little sweetness there, uh, and um, it, it's a beer we feel is, I mean, we're never 100% satisfied with our beers. If we know, if we make 90, 95, then we put it on the market. But we always believe that we can make our beer even better. Yeah. Um, and uh, as a small brewery, uh, we sometimes adjust our recipes without telling anybody. Uh-huh. As well as you should. <laughs> because you can. Just say nothing. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. So that's one of the things we work on Don't when we make do a, it. a batch. Sometimes we'll take some of, uh, of the batch and uh, make a little test uh, and see if we can do it even a little bit better. And if we feel the result is better, then we put it on the market. Okay. Now, tell me about this home brewer program that you have, because uh, I was yeah. reading a bit about it. and, and something really special to us, because... 
Uh, in Denmark, they they have a lot of what you call gästeborg, where they uh, where they take a uh, brewer, professional brewer from another brewery, comes to a brewery and makes uh, makes a beer. Okay. But what we decided there is a um, there just as fast as the microbrewery branch is going in Denmark. Uh, there are home brewers all over Denmark. There are associations in each town where these home brewers get together and they make beer together. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to find and give recognition to these fantastic craft brewers in Denmark. And what we've done is is every, once every three months we pick a home brewer from somewhere in Denmark that has made an extraordinary beer where maybe it's a little uh, not traditional, they've used some raw materials that we didn't even think about, and a beer that we just find to be very exciting. We invite them to our brewery to make uh, three, uh, three batches, about 6,000 bottles, and then we distribute it over all of Denmark, which means that home brewers in, in other big cities in all parts of Denmark, they can buy each other's beer. And it's kind of a it's a new concept, and no other microbrewery is doing it in Denmark, uh, and we're doing it uh, for the good of uh, good beer. Uh, basically, craft brewers are very innovative. They uh, come with ideas maybe we didn't even think about, and this helps us in our development process in being one of Denmark's best breweries. So, can you give me an example or two of some of the crazy yeah, ones? Basically, the, the first um, the first brewer we picked. Uh, was uh, his name is Dilu Jørgensen. He made a strong ale uh, where he worked very much with the sweetness in the malt profile without making it too sweet. And what we found uh, extraordinary with his beer, he uh, he spiced it with a little bit of star star anise and a little bit of uh, coriander. And the other thing was that he used uh, Cascade hops as one of his main hops in it, uh-huh. which was a little bit, uh, it was untraditional. And um, basically, it's a, it's been a sold-out situation in Denmark. He's coming to brew one more time at our brewery. Wow. Uh, the, the consumer has really taken to his beer, and he gets his name put on the label and gets that recognition all over Denmark. I really like the program. Uh, we're doing it on a smaller level here. It happens, you know, once or twice a year. Not an ongoing program like you have. I, I really like the idea. Yeah, I think I think um, you don't go into this business to be a millionaire. Uh, that, you do I don't think so. Now. Sully's out. <laughs> yeah. So you just yeah. confused <laughs> Sully right now. What are you talking about? He thought it was a side uh, business. You want to make some really good beers. And and that's what it's all about. And and the thing here, for our perspective is, is 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 the more people we can get involved in our brewery, uh, the better beers we're going to produce. And, and that's why um, Jakob and Jan, we don't we don't focus on one person. When we decide what type of beer is going to be the next beer, these two geniuses go home and start making batches at home, and then we start tasting and. Sometimes we put the two beers together. There's a lot of factors and and a lot of development that goes into our beers. Do you do blending? Do your brewers blend their beers? Nope. 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 Just nope. brew it, and that's the beer you get. This is what you get. 
We just opened, I think, your winter ale. And did anybody else think that the little elf on the label is totally hot? Yeah. I was just going to ask them, do, do those guys really go home and, like, just brew small beers? Or do they... I finished. Hey, is it the elf with the light beer in her hand? Yes. Or the, the ale or the stout? It says Jule, Jule Ale. That is the old English ale that we spice with a little bit of a bitter orange peel, coriander, here, and cardamom. And what was the last one? Cardamom. Cardamom. Is that what it's called, Jimmy? Yeah. Oh, Who's right. the little elf based on? Yeah. Uh, Sully wants to know where you got the uh, the picture of the elf. Who's it based on? What's her number? And is she married? Um, it, it, these, all our labels are designed. Uh, there's a school in Odense where they Nobody do graphic uh, designs. And because we're a small brewery um, that doesn't have uh, millions of dollars for marketing, uh-huh. we uh, we it's develop dope. all our labels with students. Well, so ah, develop students the students. Really hot. It's the, it's the Danish equivalent of sweatshops in China. We go to students. It's not, uh, it's not that bad. <laughs> I but know. I can tell you what, <laughs> Interns. it's not hard getting students motivated to make a <laughs> label for beer. Yeah, because you give them free beer, don't you? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. I love it. Yes. I got to start taking some the universal business, currency. Uh, Eddie, can you and I get together? You give me some business lessons. You're doing a good job <laughs> on how to get yeah, students. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> or Justin wants to be so European. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. I'm coming to Denmark. I think. I pick a new country every week. I think we're both going there. I, I'm actually applying for a NetJet uh, account, so uh, we can just get in there and. You're so there. Good. Oh. The only difference is that Sully will have a house when he gets there, and I'll be homeless. <laughs> I hope you hit a whale on your way to France. Yeah. Oh wow, this is awesome. This I really like beer. this beer. Oh, you have this. You have this? Yeah, and I've never heard of the spice that you mentioned at the end there. Oh, cardamom. No, and, that's what it's, that's what <laughs> yeah. it's called here. It, it's uh, the you same. know, this is what happens when you've lived in Denmark so long. Uh, Jan's going to go out and uh, and look it up in the English mm. Danish dictionary. No, no, cardamom no. is exactly right. I think Absolutely it's, right. it's the right name. Uh, I just actually Google? haven't heard of the spice. That's all. Google. Jan sounds like, sounds like a great Dane. <laughs> look, spi- <laughs> spice for Justin <laughs> is salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, He's lucky wow. to be a salt. I like this beer a lot. This is nice. So what what are the like spices in this beer again? Card- uh, cardamom. We're using a bitter orange peel. Okay. Coriander. Star anise. And cardamom. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. really good. And it is cardamom in English. No, you, 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 it is. I've heard of it. It's fine. Uh, but I have to tell you, this beer is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yes. Nice. What's the base beer? Base beer. Before you get out to, to all that spice. Yeah, what's, it's an old English ale. It's the, it's the base. Okay. That's 6.8% yeah. alcohol. And they, basically, this beer is developed in Denmark at Christmas time. They have what they call a, a Christmas lunch. It's called a Eula Focus. Uh, and at that, uh, at that uh, event, which is a big event in Denmark, we have our Christmas lunch. We drink, um, what is schnapps? Uh, it's, um, Jager. It's, schnapps. Like, it's like a, a spiced alcohol, um, not schnapps. like vodka, but it's... Um, Fernet? Schnapps. Yeah, not Pernod. They call it schnapps in Denmark. It's a spiced, very alcoholic, where you uh, do it in very small shots. Okay. And the, the idea was that the beer needed to be spiced and could carry this 
alcoholic beverage that they drink at this lunch. I hate when that happens. And, and that's what we developed the beer for. What's the date of that uh, event? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It happens all through December, basically. All right. uh, Everybody so does there. it at their own homes. A lot of companies, they hold these uh, Christmas lunches for all their employees. And in Denmark, people, uh, they, they like to party. So they drink really good beer, and they eat, and this lunch That's takes great. about three to four hours. And do, do hot elf-looking chicks show up yeah, at this event? Some, can you just send pictures, yeah, basically, please? Basically, what we're thinking of doing next year for marketing is that the two elves, and I talked to the man that makes our labels. They should be and naked. we can do them uh, just like uh, where you can... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know when you buy a lottery ticket and you can scrape. Oh, <laughs> you gonna do scratchers? Scratchers. Yeah, we're oh. gonna do some uh, scratching on the breast the next year. <laughs> and sniff too. Scratch I'll the sniff. Like. Listen. Exactly. Why are we not? I the, have, can we just do the show? I have. A, I have a couple of business idols in the beer world, and Eddie has now just, I think, edged over uh, both of them <laughs> with his scratchers idea. Yeah. Well, no, listen. There. We're a little worried about what women in Denmark are going to think about this. So what we're making, we're, we're developing right now a third Christmas beer, which will be launched next uh, next year. And what we're going to do is we're going to take um, Santa Claus and we're right. going to put him in the middle of those two, uh, oh. the, the, the two other Christmas beers that we have. And of course, there will be something to scrape for women in Denmark. Also, <laughs> oh. hey, you got to And JP. Yeah. Oh, uh, now, them. listen. I, I do have a question about this, and it is a serious question because we have a lot of label. Regu- We're pretty uptight in the U.S. We have a lot of label restrictions. We're puritanical. Could you really do what you're talking about in in Denmark? No, no problem at all. Actually, Denmark <laughs> is a very free country when it comes to advertising in, in that way. <sighs> Um, to move like so Anita's it, here. Yeah. It's much, <laughs> exactly. much different, much different uh, in the United States. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, we could dispense them out of women if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, uh, if I give you an example. advertise it as such. I in the United States. Uh, I worked in a comedy club in New York. And um, some of the waitresses and I and a couple other guys went to the beach where they were topless. Uh, what? Wait, what? what? I can't believe that. That would never happen. Came, a policeman came and gave each girl a ticket, $25 for being topless on Coney Island's beach. Oh. Uh, and In Denmark, if you come to Denmark and go to the beaches, the women go topless. You get a phone number. Uh, there are no uh. tickets. It's, it's allowed. And, um, yeah, it, it, it took me a while to adjust. I just but, uh, found actually, a Sully. That's probably why I'm still here. Sully, we're, we're going to we're going to New York, and, and we'll pay for everyone. I just found that on CheapTickets.com that a flight leaves for Denmark at 11. I'm going to have to wrap things up, guys. Right, right now, we'll pick you up in a little bit. Yeah, I'll be there by the time uh, your hangover goes away. That's what I'm yeah, all right. No <laughs> they work the next one. Yeah. What time is it there for you, Eddie? Actually, right now it is. It's quarter to five in the morning. Oh and, my god! And is uh, and, and I'm sitting here sipping a double IPA. Yeah, that's a man. Round of applause for our friend Eddie. And is it a? Will it be a brew day for Yan today? It's a brew day today. You just mashed in. What yeah, do you we brew about three times a week right now? What's he going to brew today? He's a married man. Going to brew uh, the IPA. 
The IPA, okay. I love you. <laughs> yeah, we have a little bit of a problem right now. We're sold I'll be right over. I can't expect oh. you to like, brew That's gonna three times you. every week. You, did you say you're sold out of four of your beers? Four of our beers are sold out right now. It's quattro. We're, we've come in. The Christmas beers in Denmark are very big. And um, we're producing about 35,000 bottles of our two Christmas beers, which is not going to be enough, but it's it's kind of giving us problems keeping the other beers in stock at the moment. Isn't that so bad? Like, oh, I, Great I, problem I, to have. I, I really can't like have enough of my beers. How many different beers yeah. do you brew? We're doing right now, we have six beers in our... Uh, all year round beers. Then we have two Christmas beers. We have an Easter beer. We have uh, our uh, craft brewer beer. We just made a beer uh, for Arsenal's uh, fan clubs. There are 2,000 uh, football fans in Denmark for Arsenal. Oh, yeah. They ordered their own beer from us, and that is also sold out. So we have to brew that shortly. Wow. And we have two new beers on the way in the first three months of next year. We have our barley wine, and then we have a chili triple. Well, chili. Oh, what's that? Well, that actually, uh, what's the I should let chili? the brewers describe that one for you. All right, please. <laughs> yeah, let's hear about that. Chili uh, triple is Jacob speaking. Okay. Chili triple is uh, a Belgian-style uh, triple. Spiced with chili, chili peppers, or and where <laughs> where do you where which kind of triple? Or, where oh. in the brewing process do you put the chilies? Put the chili. uh, just before you cool uh, cool the world. Okay. Okay. And, and the, what kind of chilies are they? A whirlpool or something? It's, uh, ancho uh, chili peppers, uh, very strong ones. It's really hot. So though. does it end up? Is it a really hot, spicy beer? No, it's it's hot hot in the mouth. Like the women. Yeah. yeah the first time I, I tasted the beer, I couldn't smell the chili. Yeah. But what you get at the end of the beer, you get this warmth in your mouth. And it's 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 incredible. Yeah. It makes you thirsty. <laughs> That's a good beer. It's almost 10. What was it? 9.8? Around 9.8, I think. 9.7, Yeah, that'll help relieve the pain. All right, so let me get this straight. It is a high-alcohol beer that makes you thirsty. Great. Eddie, you're a genius again. (laughs) (laughs) What are you thinking? Market that bitch. Everything is marketing. You know that. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. Wow. Uh, do we have one more beer from them left, Shat, that, that, that we should try? Or, or did, did we try all the ones we have? That's pretty much it. That's what we have. Yeah. Really great beers, These beers guys, are amazing. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we got to try them. I would never have thought that they came from Denmark, Denmark oh, honestly. Um, I mean, I, know, I don't know what my impression would have been I, aside from that, but all these beers here are something that I would have tasted in my own backyard. And I must com- uh, just acknowledge the fact that you've made these beers. I mean, they're absolutely amazing. I wish I would have thought to uh, put these beers out in Denmark myself. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, l- let's be American out in Denmark, and let's let's do it. Guess it's time for change in Denmark. Yes. yes. Now, really, yeah. great great job, guys, and I appreciate you being it's on the program. in Denmark. <laughs> yeah, I'm going there next week. Yeah. Off yeah. the record. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to let you guys get to work, uh, unfortunately. My apologies that you have to go to work now. 
No, that's okay. We enjoy our jobs. So. <laughs> okay. You guys are awesome. Uh, really great uh, yeah. to talk to you, and, and fantastic beers. I'll tell you this. Uh, you're my first stop when I make it to Denmark. I really totally want to... Uh, you're, you're more totally than welcome. Going. Okay. And if you guys... If, if anything else is happening, and you're doing new beers, and you got a new great homebrew recipe, please feel free to call us up. Yeah. Let us know what's happening. Cause, uh, right. Don't worry. We'll, we'll keep in touch. Okay. We, we have a lot of Danish listeners, and they're really yes. excited about you guys being on the program. Um, and I just I think that if you keep us abreast of the uh, Danish Press. brew scene, then uh, they would appreciate that, too. If nothing else, we'll keep sending you some good beers so yes. you have something yes. to drink. Yeah, send, send some of that chili beer. If nothing else, do that a lot. <laughs> you know, we're all over here on the West Coast. You definitely have a bunch of friends here at the Brewing Network. So yeah, just send that first so pallet right here. Yeah, exactly. West Coast, that'd be awesome. So, Actually, I have about 150 uh, homebrew recipes, homemade at home. Do you really? Wow. Well, uh, let me ask you, before I let you go, then, uh, was that Yan or Jacob? It was Jacob. Jacob. So our listeners always want a recipe from our from our guests. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Would would you post your favorite, or, or if you could narrow it down to a favorite homebrew recipe on our forum? And don't don't try to make it, don't try to make it Americanized. No, just whatever your favorite one is. Oh, it's gonna be very difficult <laughs> to pick one. To pick one, yeah. <laughs> then pick five. Yeah, then pick five. <laughs> okay. It's a big four. I'll five of my favorite recipes. That would really oh. be great. If you could put them on our forum over at the really website, um, yeah. our listeners would really appreciate that. Yeah, I like this, yeah. I like this uh, winter beer here a lot. <laughs> you can see the, edit the details about the dressings and so on. Yeah, do that. That'd be great. Yeah, if you send my dad on an email, I'll make sure I get the recipes from Jakob. Okay, perfect. That would really be great. And Sully is polishing off the uh, winter elf ale yeah, right now. When we get to himself. When we get over there, we're going to need a bunch of wives, too, so just let you know. <laughs> Girlfriends. It's a very free country here. Yeah. Look at that free word. <laughs> All right, guys, really, thanks again. I appreciate you being hey, on the program. thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a good day out there. Yeah, you too. Take care. Take care. Cheers. That was awesome. Later, guys. Uh, good guys from Denmark. And, uh, yeah, thanks very much. Was all, that was great. I mean, you know, they have the uh, little bit of a language issue, though, obviously. Like, but I mean, really. But so do we. Uh, yeah, exactly. We're like, you know, doctor hard to talk now. I wanted. I really wanted to ask him if they do a diacetyl rest. Oh, shut up! Are you kidding me? Like five times. That's when. That's right before they take the oh, yeah. top off. Yeah, it's so sticky. I like these beers. No, no, they're yeah, they were good. You know, tasty, really good. Yeah, they're really good. Actually, they're very good. It's all good. It's uh, it was just amazing to have those guys over there talking to us about this at five o'clock yeah. in the morning. <laughs> I think it's amazing that Eddie. I found mean, everybody on the f- hot uh, Danish one. <laughs> you know, Sully, I'm amazed that you were over there at five in the morning. <laughs> I would have loved to have been there. I like the fact that our forum sometimes bitches about the fact that we're like we run so late, and these guys are up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like just keeping it real. Yeah. That was. I mean, that I love that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I also love the people that bitch at five. You know, they're going on too late. <laughs> yeah, I like that uh, they're cracking beers at five o'clock in yeah, the morning yeah, along right with their IPA. coffee. Yeah, Man. drunk of the week. That's a mile. They're gonna have a good day today. Five in the morning tomorrow. I'm gonna be calling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be having a great Sunny. day today. Those guys. Yeah, they are.
And there's nothing like starting off the day, having a couple beers, and then mashing in. Uh, yeah. Stephanie doesn't have to get up in the morning. No, she's in New Jersey right now, actually. Uh-huh. She's asleep, probably. Because. Joyzy. Looking at colored lakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> colored oh. My dad was from Jersey. What exit? there for a long time. Because what exit? that says anything about me. Yeah. <laughs> Did he, is that where he got the guns? Or? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you don't live in Jersey without guns. Oh, <laughs> why would you? Are we done here? Uh, uh Unless you're going to tell a story. Strippers? Yeah. Why don't you take a break yeah. and come back and tell a couple stories? Oh, yeah, child. Do you want a break first, or can yes, we just yes. do the stories and then get uh, out break. and then go? I'm break. just looking for a couple more uh, spots. Break. Because <laughs> I, ha- I don't know if I have any more here anymore. It's just uh, me singing a song. Um, yeah. That's people, right, cans. People are itching for the beer cans. That's right, cans. You can have a Hi, this is Sean O'Sullivan from the 21st Amendment, two blocks from Pac Bill. Uh, I'm thinking break. Oh, you changed hey, it. Hey, you know what? Me and McDole do have to mention. We walked into the 2 a last night, second night in a row, and there's a BN listener coming out the door with his wife. Really? Yeah. He's like, hey, BN. He noticed our sweatshirts. He's like, how did you know? Dude, I lived outside. I, the only I, reason I I'm here is Sully BN. and I have an agreement. Uh, we, we sat down and we talked and we said, okay, if you keep me in business, I'll keep you in business. So <laughs> I uh, thought that was pretty cool. That's our agreement. No. <laughs> I, I, tasty, tasty of course. Like, hey, I'm tasty. Goes, tasty. Oh man, he's like, shatty. It was great. You, met, you you saw the wife first or the BN guy first? The BN guy. Yeah. No, honestly, whenever I travel and I've been traveling a lot lately, I've run into so many BN listeners. It's been absolutely amazing. You guys Pretty probably cool. had that same experience when you were back in uh, Denver. I mean, it's it's great. and you in Germany, yeah, uh, overseas, uh, maybe at uh, Horas, but uh, <laughs> but that was actually in France. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's really. Fun phenomenal kind of like the Super people sure. that step out and and meet up with you and say hey you know i heard you on the bn i like you on the bn and it's uh it's a it's, social group it's yeah it is absolutely um yeah. I, yeah. I i got the okay to go to new york yeah yeah oh yeah i'm wearing underwear <laughs> i tie my shoes left over right oh yeah uh april what's uh, going do- on in new york <laughs> uh doc's gonna be in in new york with the two brothers i like oranges <laughs> We're gonna go nuts. Sometimes I breathe. Uh, if you can, oh. I'll Twitter. Like I don't care. We, we, That's absolutely crazy. Doc in New York in April. Oh my God! Twitter. Let's give him a big hand oh, on yeah. that one. <laughs> Twitter us around. All right. Um, <laughs> you should throw a BN listener party while you're there. Um, oh, where yeah. you go? Last time I was there, we did that, and a lot of people came well, out. Doc could give like free like dental cleanings. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't <laughs> buy me a beer. I don't a, care. I'll give you a one clean tooth per beer. So if you want them all cleaned, <laughs> no, it's, no, it's like start br- buying. <laughs> bring a hot wife, you're in. Oh, hey, what, what is the deal with dental hygienists? Why do they always bitch me out about the flossing? I mean, you don't because no, nobody floss flosses. Either. Nobody flosses. You're gonna lose you your girl. don't. I floss like maybe a suck, day before. You and go to and I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I flossed. Oh. <laughs> Sully, you're such a good-looking man. Is Doc your Uh-oh. dentist, Sully? Not, you, not yet. Yeah, why not? I'm kind of worried about Sully, that. Sully, you're such a good-looking man. He's a good it's professional. Like, He's a professional. He's hitting on you. You could be so much better if you just floss. You're such a good-looking man. You'd look great laying down in my chair. You know what? A little less blood, you'd be great. I'm... <laughs> They always complain about that too. I'm a big bleeder because you know what? Every what time I, I, first I knee you in the balls and you bleed. Damn. <laughs> so, by the way, we're getting seconds and thirds to uh, not a beer cam, but a doc cam right now. No way. The, <laughs> those same right people that you were just bo- doing glowing reviews right about right want a doc cam. Oh uh, yeah. Do we have any drink of the week calls? Oh, I no. I really oh, really really want to meet a lot of people when I go to New York because I've never been there. You've never so, been to New York? Really? Never. Wow. Are you kidding me, Doc? Oh, you yeah. haven't lived till you've been uh, to New York. Uh, 
You know what? Well, apparently you're dead, Doc. <laughs> New York is awesome. I got a hot wife. I got hot kids. I got a hot career. Hot, you like, man, I never lived in New York. Hot kids. Oh yeah, my kids. <laughs> you did like, say that. What didn't the fuck is wrong my with kids you? outdo you. <laughs> you know, what, actually, in. you should actually. That should yeah, be a layover right, on your way to Denmark. Than JP, you're right. Yeah, they. they, yeah. they but I'm gonna send my kids with JP, and you know what? Okay, we're so going to Denmark. By the way, oh, I just yeah. want to say that right now. I can't go to. Who's Denmark. with me on that? One? I'm lucky. I'm going to New York. Like a, this is like an off uh, if, if microphone you, conversation. If you pay, then I can go. I can't afford to go. Um, go. What are you so about? I, I think we're gonna plan this docs out in New York. <laughs> You're gonna come out in New York? Oh yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. The camera. Uh, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get the doc. There. It, okay. No. No. It was. Good. Oh. Oh. Hang on. You got it. Hey, come on. Wait, Doc, Doc, you're not on yet. I'm still adjusting it. Will you st- let okay. it go? Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was directing in front of the camera there. Okay, good. All right, you're not broadcasting yet. Cha. <laughs> Jesus Cha. Christ. You know, it's funny because it's only like... What are you thinking? It's only 8 o'clock and you're already having a meltdown. <laughs> we have a melt up. All right, Doc, you are now on the beer cam. It's now the Doc cam. (laughs) (laughs) There he is, ladies and gentlemen. In all of his glory, that's the Doc cam. You can go to justin.tv slash brewing network to see uh, the Doc cam. No, no, no. That will make me kill the feed. Just keep it on Doc. This this way, just... (laughs) There we go. Shaddy, come on, (laughs) Shaddy. Doc, take your shirt off. Flex for everybody. Oh. Don't tell him his pants off. He's tan. Don't get him started. That's a man. All right, if anyone wants to get in a dr- some Drunk of the Week action, it's 888-41-BEER. Do, Do it quick, because we're getting out of here soon. Do uh, you want to hear my uh, French stripper story real quick? Uh, yeah. I would, it's, it's been a couple weeks I in the making. I would love to hear it. I can't imagine going a couple more. It. Come on. I would love to hear oh, it. Christian, so, doctor, you you even though you're on the camera, you still have to use your what? microphone. Uh, okay. <laughs> and you can sit and be on the camera if you'd like well, to. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, can I now do my uh, New York stripper show? <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, well, you know what? It hasn't happened yet. Oh. oh. I'll tell you what. Okay, I don't know if I've got enough call. spots on this one yet, so I just want to say that tonight, <laughs> Justin's uh, stripper Paris story is sponsored in part oh, by yeah. 21st Amendment Brewing Company at 255... Yeah, okay. See, this is why I love <laughs> Sully. He's got the balls to sponsor crazy <laughs> shit that I say. You know like, like my Excuse Paris that. stripper story. I really want Paris. Sully to just show up out of the nowhere. Really, I'm just pointing out. This is why Sully's a badass. He doesn't mind that <laughs> I'm is. about to tell stories about strippers and hookers in France, and it's brought to you by the 21st Amendment. In part by... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All uh, good. So, you want to tell me who's on the phone, Jipper? Well, yeah. Uh, Christian. Right. Let's I, do I the typing thing. Oh, oh, yeah. I figured I figured. Hey, okay. Christian, what's happening, brother? Hey, guys. Great show, by the way. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you must be listening to one of those other <laughs> shows. Yeah. Well, it must be the other podcast. Oh, it's a good beer show, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Ac- actually, just, you know, you listen to you guys long enough, you love it, but, you know, you, you don't have high standards. <laughs> Excellent point, <laughs> man. What's the point? <laughs> hey. No, actually, I was, call- I was calling because uh, Doc's saying something about being in New York in April. Yo, yeah. Um, upstate New York in April, they have this thing called Tap New York, and it's a huge homebrew festival. Not, excuse me, not homebrew, uh, craft brew festival, where every brewer basically in the state gathers to have this major tasting and the Culinary Institute of America 
Um, you know, they cook all the food for it. It's 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 really awesome. So uh, if you have a chance, look it up. There go, you go. Go there. That's awesome. Tom. I have five days in New York. <laughs> nah, not enough time. For the rest of us, though, that would be a great idea, though. I have cats! You know, no, oh, no. I'm going to, like, milk this for all it's worth. Well, hey, make the best of it. You're gonna, you're, the festival is really freaking great. You you gonna, gonna, it's like a police officer is talking to Doc uh, right now. Uh, yeah, and you know what? It, it's my two brothers going, come on! Come on, we can go there. Hey, did Doc mention that he's going to New York? <laughs> no! <laughs> you know, uh, thanks, Christian. My hey, brother Tim. Like my brother Tim said, "Hey, buddy, that was awesome. Make sure you Thank get you. me a BN uh, sweatshirt oh, hoodie yeah. so I can wear it. We can do that. Oh yeah. I want the three brothers walking around New York with our shirts on. That'd be great. We we'll look so gay. Yeah." <laughs> Gayer. So uh, we're staying in the tribe. Eight 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 four zero one beer is the number if uh, you want to go for drunk of the week. We do have a medal to give away. So um, with Chris White in Europe, and we go to Paris. Here we go. All right. There's a story. Now I've been to Paris before, and you have, and you're not gay. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> all all of these things. All right. Turn that up. And I had been through the red light district, and you're not gay. But I hadn't uh, gone to any of the uh, red light. Establishments. Establishments. We never bought anything there. But you're not gay. It's kind of renowned for being a pretty nice red light district. It's also renowned for having some really scam type of uh, of strip clubs. Operations. Oh. Like, spend a lot of money, get very little. Are you going to behave yourself? Yes, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Turn me back on. Control. You turned Doc on. You're not so gay. what happened? So you obviously well, went to the district. So, and- so Whitey and I were just going, you know, we got to know what it's all about. And our friend who lives in Paris, he gave us a whole rundown of, um, okay, these are what you want to avoid. These, are, this is. Um, he gave us. He told you. A good friend he, he would do that. Show you. We didn't listen. Though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we had to learn ourselves. So what happens is when you walk down um, the red light district in Paris, it's kind of uh, upper Paris. It's like up on a hill, um, easy to get to by the train. By the way, mm-hmm. public transportation in Paris is fantastic. I it's the that. it's some of the best on earth. A train comes every two minutes. If you wait longer than two minutes for a train, uh, you were like looking. In the other direction. You're Justin. You were looking the other direction. I'm turning you back off in a second, Doc. <laughs> so we go up to the red light and we walk down this this main strip and we get exactly what our friend tells us we're going to get. <laughs> it's all these guys. They, it's like being. In, it's a lot like Tijuana. You get all these guys coming out to you and going, "Hey, hey, for twenty bucks, come on, come in here." They're like literally They're cu- trying cu- to drag you into touch the establishment. My touch my women. But you can't yeah. see inside. All yeah. right, there's They're no. Bright. You have no idea. All you have is this creepy guy outside trying to drag you in. So we kind of thought, all right, let's go for it. That, well, we at first we thought. We're not ready for this. So we kind of went walking around uh, the streets instead. Let's go wander around the neighborhood and see see what's going on. Well, as we're walking through this the, this neighborhood part, which is it's just off the main strip, so there's plenty of establishments, but it's off the beaten path just a little bit. And about every five doors or so, there's a darkly tinted door, but you could see in it. And behind the door, sitting at the bar that's behind the door, is a super hot French chick. Nice. And they look like bars. And, and a hot French so we chick. passed a couple of them. We're like, wow, there's some really hot chicks in these bars. <laughs> but and the only one. 
So finally we go, we, you know, we got to just go into one of them. So we, we grab the door and it's locked. Hmm. We go, yeah. but there's not really anybody in there except for the hot, the one hot chick at the bar. So we think, that ah, must be closed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so American. We go, so here. we go to the next one. You're so American. And it's locked. <laughs> and we're and me and, and by the way we're we're hammered. This is like Sunday, like at uh, noon. No, or no, something it's like that. a it's a it's a I don't know. It was a night. It was like Thursday night or something. Saturday yeah. about eleven thirty. So we go to our third one and it's locked. And we're like, what the fuck? We can't figure it out. So what we know is that something's going on here. All these yeah. places aren't just <laughs> right. cold, closed. So what we do is we go back up to the main strip. We go, let's just go check out the regular ones. We'll figure this out later. So we finally we're walking down the main strip. The guy goes, hey, for twenty bucks, I'll get you both in. You both get a drink. And we go, great, perfect. We'll take it. We go inside. There's nobody in there. The stripper literally gets up Literally. from the couch and walks up to the pole <laughs> as zipper. we walk in. The The strip club itself is about the size of the BN studio, which is essentially a two-car garage. That's the size of the strip club, okay? We sit down. We get our two drinks. And two of the ugliest women you have ever seen <laughs> sit down next to me and Whitey. And I am not exaggerating to you when I say like the woman who sat next to me was at least my mother's age and had a hell of a lot less teeth. <laughs> this is how hideous these. She oh was. Oh my god! Ugly, ugly, and and they go. You know, do you want to buy us a drink? I'm sorry, no. Well, we were drunk, so we said, "What the fuck?" Well, she did. Let's perpetuate this. So we bought them each a drink. And we sit through our own drink, which we got for our 20 euros to get in. I think Whitey even went ahead and got a, a dance from his lady. She asked, do you want a dance? It comes with the drink that you got. Okay, whatever. What, what comes he gets a dance. Yeah. We get up to leave when we finish our beers. And on our way out, this very well-dressed French gentleman in an Armani suit comes up to us and proceeds to hand us a 240 euro Bill. Oh. Uh, excuse me? That's what we said. What are you talking about? We paid 20 bucks a door. We each got a beer. I didn't even get a dance. I didn't want to dance from that beast over there. Sorry, the drinks that you bought them were 120 euros each. Oh, oh my god! When they sat down and said, would you like to buy us a drink? And we said, fuck it, sure, whatever. We bought them a 120 euro cocktail. That's the scam. Must have been really this good. is the Paris scam. So Whitey and I go... Uh-uh. I'm paying you anything. And this is about where the shit starts to hit the fan. Here we go. <laughs> Serpico. So we're fighting with this guy, and I'm going, wait a what are you talking... Hang on a second. And he goes, nope, you got to dance. And they start screaming at Whitey and I. I'm going to call... They go, we're going to call the police right now. If you don't pay us, we're going to call the police. So Whitey, being a smart guy he is, he goes, sweet, call him. Because if you don't, I'm going to. So they have the lady behind the bar do the fake call to the police. Excuse me. Yeah, she calls the the quote unquote police, and you know, ten minutes later, we're still fighting these people. I start to turn and make my way for the door. Oh, they grab me and set and like sit me down. Grabs me by Whoa. the arm, sits me down. And starts saying how I owe this. You fucking Americans. You think that the whole world owes you something. You just walk over everybody. At this point, Whitey and I burst out laughing hysterically. <laughs> like, this is the funniest. This is, this is fantastic. This sounds awesome. Oh, it's great. So, finally, I tell him, listen, uh, we're going to pay you 60 euros. And we're, and we're going to get out of here. And that's all you're going to get. Everything you're saying is bullshit. 
that really sets him off. Really? He gets in my face now. This guy. What happened? It's spitting in my face. You do not call bullshit to me. You do not say bullshit you to me. You do not me. call bullshit. I will have you thrown in the streets and killed. That's what he says to me. He's like threatening me with the French mafia. Again, Whitey and I are laughing our asses off in this guy's face. He calls in the bouncer to come in and, and like rough us up. Bouncer comes in. What is going on? <laughs> I'll tell you what's going on. We're paying you 60 euros, and we're walking out that fucking door. After about 15 minutes of, of yelling at us about being effing Americans, they say okay. Of course they did. We pay them the 60 euros in this scam, and we walk out the door. We get outside. Whitey looks at me. He's like, are you all right, man? Are you okay? And I'm going, dude. That was awesome. That was so fun. That was that is best. an awesome story. It's not even over yet. That okay. was the best thing that I've done in Europe so far. We're, he's like, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool too, man. So oh we're stoked. I got the adrenaline we're both going totally in. stoked. Wait, so how big was this guy? Um, the the guy, guys want to know. Okay, the guy yelling, the 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 threatening me guy. He's a short he? guy. He's uh, he's, like he's about the size of Doc. Uh, and so I'm looking when I'm standing up, I'm looking down at him and. Uh, Really, uh, you know. Well, you're looking down on the bouncer. He's French, wait, 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 wait. The bouncer could have beat the crap out of all three of us. Me, Doc, uh, me, uh, Whitey, and the the guy threatening us. So the bouncer was a big dude, but he didn't seem very interested because he knew it was a scam, and he knew, like, he just, just kind of he was just promoting the bullshit. Yeah. So he ended up kind of just walking away, which is good because we couldn't have taken him. So what <laughs> happened next? All right. So let's go. Oh, to, so we uh, leave this place. We're, we're both Doc stoked, has. and we go. All right. So we didn't get to see any hot strippers. That's bullshit. Oh, at that point, no, because ugly, ugly strippers. Right. But we're still really curious about those locked doors. <laughs> There's something going on with those. Chicken, chicken, probably a different scam. We've now discovered that there must be hot chicks somewhere. We saw them behind the locked doors. What so, happens here? How do we get there? Holograms. We go walking down another little side street, and we see a hot chick, and we try the door, and it's locked. And we just stand there for a second. And finally, they buzz us in. Go in. Turns out, the locked doors are strip clubs slash brothels. No. Really? Yeah. (laughs) And so we end up hanging out there. Now, this is a much better deal. So here's my advice to you if you're going to Paris. Avoid the stripper uh, street altogether. You can get a better strip action at the brothel. And even if you don't want the whole hooker thing, which we don't, that's kind of a dirty... you get the same strip action uh, for a lot less money. You basically buy a couple drinks. The ladies will sit with you. They'll dance for you. Do the whole thing. It's and a they're friendly. Thing. And then if you want to go upstairs with them, that's your prerogative. And you can touch them, right? They want to know your real name. Yeah, if you want to touch, you can do all the touching you want to, as long as you've bought a drink, you know, which is whatever. Uh, and they touch wow. You. So, like a bowling ball? We, we're there for a couple hours, hang out. Yeah, um, <laughs> and we leave. We jump in a cab. It's now late at night. We're headed back to, across Paris. And about halfway home, I realize... I've lost my backpack, oh. <laughs> which has my recorder in it, and it's got... Um, Where'd some, you leave it? Uh, well, I didn't know. I was drunk. <laughs> but I knew that it either happened at a bar that we stopped at before the strip club slash brothel, or at the strip club slash brothel. So we figure, no big deal. We're headed, out to, we're headed back to Paris tomorrow anyway. We'll come up here. We'll stop at both places. So next day comes around. We go up there. We go to the bar first. My bag's not there. So it's apparently at the brothel. The problem is we can't find the brothel. <laughs> they all look the same. They all look oh. exactly the same. We were drunk. We wandered no. the streets for it, it, 45 minutes it, trying to find it. Never found it. The darkness is different. 
Yes. <laughs> so it's so called change now. So okay. here is the final and best part of the story. I'm pretty depressed. I don't like failing losing at shit. things. I don't like losing things. I feel like our, everything was going so great, and here I'm a dumbass. I lost my. It was an expensive <laughs> recorder that I had just gotten, so I, I I could do interviews. I'm pretty. I'm a little bummed, and we go. We sit at a sidewalk cafe up in the same red light district to have a couple glasses of wine and some lunch. And of course, you did. We're there for about forty minutes, and just and and about twenty minutes into it, I go, okay, just get over it. It's over. The bag's gone. Figure it out later. Fifteen minutes later, this chick goes walking by the sidewalks with nice, large breasts and a nice, sweet, supple ass. And what part did you notice? And Whitey and I look at each other and go, "Well, well, well, could that? Is that her? Could that be her?" Turns out the stripper slash hooker who was at the brothel that we were at oh goes walking God. by this busy street in Paris. I go running out there. I chase her down. Excuse me. I tap on her shoulder. Um, pardon me. Are you a hooker? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I remember you from last night. I think I left my bag at your brothel. Yeah, it's right here. Right? She takes me. It's literally a half a block away. It's got nowhere. It's right around the corner. I get my bag back. In all of busy Paris. Oh, well, there you go. My stripper comes walking by our sidewalk You're cafe. <laughs> stepping up. In her street clothes. And, How's she looking uh, street clothes? And I get my Was bag she back. She's pretty hot, yeah. She was still, uh, that's the thing. That's why, again, also avoid the red light. The uh, the brothels slash strip clubs, hot chicks, every single one of them. Totally <laughs> nice. hot ladies. Hot ladies. Like Denmark? Like Denmark. <laughs> nice. So, can you... I just couldn't imagine that here I am sitting on some random street corner in Paris, and my stripper... That's amazing ...comes story. walking by. Wow. So, I hope it was worth your three-week wait for that story. So, you got uh, your gear back. Got my gear back. Everything was on the up and up. I got you were not killed by the, by the mafia. mafia. Cha. We got to discover how hideous and a rip-off the strip clubs are. We got to figure out the whole brothel strip club situation so I can share that with you. And I got my bag back. Like the fact you were there with Chris White, like the owner of White Labs. And Let me tell you what. I love that man. He's a man. That he is, is a totally mild. great. He's so cool. I could tell you stories about him in Denver, which I can't really disclose right now. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, which has nothing to do with stripping, but uh, it's just, he's a great guy. He's a good guy. He's a ton of fun. He's a great tra Sully, so you and I have talked about this before, how you can't travel with everybody. No, no. People absolutely. really yeah, get yeah, on yeah, your nerves. Yeah, yep, yep. Even your friends, yep, right? Yep, absolutely. That's why I don't go anywhere with JP. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, me too. But... That guy sucks. But Whitey is not one of those guys. He's, Whitey, uh, you could travel with for a month, and he's just a great dude. A lot of fun. You should. I think he's traveling right now, actually. We had a really good time. I think he's in China right now. Oh, we're going to have a raffle. Travel with Whitey. Okay, do I have... Uh, fun? They, they <laughs> yeah. may have hung up by now. Oh, Maybe. probably. I guess. Hello. Uh, Hello. Bill from Valley. Bill from Valley. Maui. Maui. I can't hear. Jeb, it's just... It's a phone. It's a telephone. What part of Maui? It's like a regular Maui. phone. I asked him to say it twice, and both times I heard <laughs> Valley. I'm like, all right, man. What part of Maui? I'm up in Makwo. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's good. The Hawaiian part. Bill, what's happening, my brother? <laughs> Hey, I want to thank you for fucking up my wife. And Whoa. Wait, how did Always I do it? Always good to do it. Hey, start over again. How did I fuck up your life? Okay. Wife? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm brewing now. Yeah. Oh, you're addicted. I'm, I'm not in the house. I'm out in the shed out back behind my house. It's only 5 o'clock there. Well, that's true. <laughs> no, but I made my second brew. You guys taught me how to figure this shit out. I, I, I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, I haven't tasted the stuff. It might, it might suck totally, but it looks like beer. You have a lot of it. And uh, as long as you like it. Have you been drinking, Bill? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are you drinking? I've been doing that. I've been doing that for a while. What do you have? I got a Maui. I got a Maui Brewing IPA. In a can. In a can. And I did a Mendocino. Wait, hold on. Back up. Back up. I don't care about that part. Red Tail, and I did a Sierra Nevada Anniversary. I did like a couple of those. Bill, are you putting your name in for Drunk of the Week? No, 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 no. I want to. I want to thank you for teaching you guys how to brew. Are you? You Uh, you sound kind of drunk right now. Are you drunk? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I've been working on it. Is that Maui IPA Uh, coming out of a can? And and it's in the can, Sean. So Ooh, everybody likes it there. I love you. Bill loves it in the can. We get we got the coconut porter. We get the Maui IPA. That's a great beer. now, Bill, are yeah. you're married, right? We, we got the Hellas. Doc, I sent Doc some Hellas. Oh. The, the bikini blonde over there. Well, Doc's not here right now. What's your uh, name in the form? Uh, we got his microphone off. Oh, my wife's yelling at me. I was going to ask you, so you are married. Uh, does your wife hate us? No, 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 no. She wants it. <laughs> she must. No, she wants come on. <laughs> she must hate us. You've uh, been spending kid. all your time brewing. I'll put her on. <laughs> Can we talk to her? Well, she's, inside the, she's inside the house. Oh. Actually, yeah, I said I would do that in the chat. What? Last month. Can we talk to her? Yeah. Put her on the phone. Here. I'm going to walk inside the house. I'm going to figure out the story behind What's your form name, by the way? You sound familiar. I think he's BC. BC Maui. Oh, go. you're that guy. So he's been around for a long time. Yeah, he's time. a good this guy. He's a good second egg. second beer. But I just started. I just, second I beer? Just finally, oh, here you go. Brew. Like his oh. second home brew. Here's the brew Wife. network. That's on the phone. You don't want to talk to him? I'll put her no, on. That happens all the time. Just so here, I can give me the phone back. Aloha from Maui. Aloha. Sweet. Hey. And, and what's your name? Uh, my name is um, Beer Widow. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew you didn't like us yeah, because we've that. taken uh, Bill away no, from no, you. It's nothing personal. It's just that, you know, in in Maui and in Hawaii in general, we have many, many golf widows. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, sure. Recently, recently, I have become a beer widow. <laughs> What's your favorite well, beer? Well, I am sorry for your loss. Oh, my wife says don't ever become a golf widow. Because, uh, do you enjoy no. beer? Um, there are some that I do enjoy very much. But mostly you drink wine. But mostly I drink wine, that's true. Okay. And I am looking forward to experiencing beer in Europe. Ah, oh, so wow. you guys are going to take a nice trip to Europe then? Hopefully one of these days, but we've got we one in college and another one going to graduate and start college. So one of these days, that would be, you know, like, I'm I'm not real good with huge crowds like Oktoberfest. Right. But maybe I could handle it. Well, I'll tell you well, what. If you go to Paris, Justin has a real nice bar for you guys. To <laughs> yes, I found some nice <laughs> bars in Paris. Uh, but uh, Paris? Beer? I'd love to go to Paris. Okay, well, I'll oh, set right. you up. Yeah. Now, I, I do have a question. Does that mean you're going to take me, Justin? Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, he'll take All right. Well, I do have a question. Bill wanted me to ask a question of you, okay? And I'm going to ask it now <laughs> on the air. Right here. All right. Are you ready? We've, okay. Okay. <laughs> we've got our uh, fourth anniversary party coming up in June right here in Oakland, and it's also the National Homebrewers Conference, and, and Bill would really like it if... the finger painting school in Oakland. Oh, great. So it'll be like a reunion, and uh, uh, Bill would really like it if you would take him to Oakland in June oh, yeah. of 2009 to, to come out and visit us and to go to the fourth anniversary party and also to go to the National Homebrewers Conference. So... And to Mac and Justin. 
Okay, but you have to understand something. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that I married to a bill, a man named Bill. Uh-huh. Why is no. that? Bill pays the bill. <laughs> I so see. Bill wants if Bill wants to take me, uh-huh. that would be awesome. Oh, <laughs> All right, good. So it sounds well, like, uh, like to Bill and Beer Widow are coming to Oakland. And oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see you. That's a, per- that's, a per- that's a great wife. That's a mom. <laughs> Normally, you have to ask the wife. No, she says she whatever get, he wants to do. She gave me the phone, Bill. It's his money. Uh, well, at whatever. least then, Bill, pass Bill. the message that she's a very nice lady, and, and we thank her for talking to us. Okay. Tell yeah, her she's that. She's been doing good. She hasn't had much wine yet, so she's more fun. Feed her, feed her more wine. Give her, uh, give her a cider. Yeah, no, oh you, no, you give her a Pinot, man. That's that's what you do. Nice. Well, it sounds like you're coming to Oakland in June, Bill. If you want to, my my yeah. wife went to finger painting finger painting school there. Is, is that a Oakland school? That sounds like a euphemism for something else. That's some JP did. Arts and crafts or something. I painting. I got the helmet on. You went to Menlo College, is that what you said? Yeah. I've been looking Hey, hey, Bill, it's I, I, Bill, Bill, Bill. I can't I understand a word the... Bill's saying right now. Oh, Jesus. Hey, Bill, Bill, what year did you, did you go to Menlo College? 82-83. Okay, Bill, it's Sully. Are you coming uh, to uh, the Bay Area or what? We, w- we went like four no, years. No, 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 no. I'm talking about this next year. Hey, oh. Bill, did, did you know somebody named <laughs> okay, Cheryl? Well, well, hey, Bill, I drove a Hummer to work today. Now, Bill, did, I, you know, I, did you know somebody named Cheryl? I got I got a backhoe that could... Yeah, could yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, thanks, Bill. Thank yeah, you, Bill. Sorry. You're in contention for Drunk of the Week. Speaking oh, yeah. Of, no, so is the Bill, studio. Emails, he answered all those questions. Please tell Mrs. Bill she is a very nice lady. You know, ever since you started okay, putting cheer, these... Cheers, guys. I want to thank you for teaching me how to brew. I'm getting it all set up. If we helped, <laughs> that's I'm great. All, right on, man. a whole lot of fun, and, I, and I'm, I'm uh, the, the BN Army rocks. So hey, okay. thanks for listening, brother. I appreciate it. All right. Cheers. Cheers, Bill. Right. You know, ever since you guys uh, started having these uh, medals for Drunk of the Week, yeah. it seems the studio has been really, like, stepping it up. I know. Yeah. Everyone wants to. I think uh, Doc, have a medal. I think Doc's like... I'll tell you what. Tasty well, see, and, uh, it, um, Because I want to go. Yeah. Man, and because Man I think Doc college. has earned it. <laughs> he has <laughs> earned it. Because oh. he, like, he's still finishing the conversation we just exactly. hung up on. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to him. Doc, you have earned your first Drunk oh. of the Week medal. Oh. Yeah, you know well deserved. <laughs> Did you know somebody named Mary? When you were in San Francisco, Bell, 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 Bell. <laughs> Did you know somebody named hey, Mary? Bell, Bell, Bell. Everybody, look at the short guy. Everybody, look. I have goats. I have goats. I have goats. Bell, 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 Bell. Wing, wong, wing, wong, wing, wong. I love the fact when, when <laughs> look, I will take off my shirt. When Doc is drunk, JP is quiet. <laughs> What's up oh, with that? yeah. Because JP, I, I'm tired JP, of trying to JP, talk over everybody. JP! JP! I got a medal. Huh? JP! I took JP, my friggin' headphones JP, off because I couldn't take all the noise. It's all jumbled hey, JP, in one. JP, I'm so close I could like, like yeah. hit it right in the back of the head. Very uh, network. Right, so we've network. given away the medal. I've told my stripper story. Yes. The night is coming. Hold on, we gotta... But there has been no strippers. We have a late drunk of the week entry. Oh, Derek! Derek, what's happening? It could be Jared. I don't hey, know. What's going on? I uh, you sound fine. <laughs> it's actually Sally. Let me talk to him. <laughs> Good work, JP. <laughs> Doc, Derek, what? what are you doing? Um, you know what? I'm hammered. Dude, I'm 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 good. I'm close. Where are you? I'm in Napa. 
Oh, Napa. Awesome. I'm right up the road, man. And you are downtown Napa. So close. I'm an I'm I'm a BN noob though. This is I'd only been listening for a couple of weeks. I oh, you sounded way drunk on the phone. Though. You know what? He sounds pretty damn drunk now. Uh, so the question sounds is, sounds like a hot chick to me. <laughs> you are, know, you, are you from Denmark? If you had a vagina and you were a girl, I would hey, totally do hey, you. JP, you shut the fuck up. If you were a girl you and you didn't me. have a vagina, I would do. I, I have JP, ghosts. Suck it, all right? Exactly, suck it. Speaking of okay. sucking it, where's Schumann been? Hey, we're having a drunk conversation going. <laughs> what, 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 alone. what have you been drinking? <sighs> a lot. <laughs> That's enough. Um, yeah. We we got a lot of homebrew going on. Oh, who's this we people? Me and my my wife. Oh, excellent! Nice. Can we is talk she, to her? Is she, she hot? Denmark? <laughs> yeah, she's hot. Oh yeah. We had. Uh, I have so a hot wife tiny. too. Is she as hot I as wait, my wife? I wait for the day that someone says no to that question. Is your wife hot? <laughs> nah, not really. She's a pig, but she's a whore. Think I'm looking stupid. <laughs> exactly. Nah, she's a total disaster. Uh, I'll put a bullet on her head. <laughs> What? Because well, you're not good. Apparently, Doc. <laughs> apparently, Doc has a new service on the side. He will put your ugly wife out of her misery. Just give him a call at eight seven seven Kill Wife. Cavities hey. and ugly wives. We clean them both. You ask. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, th- I, th- I heard a giggle on there. That we must not be talking to uh, Napa Brewer anymore. It's his wife on the line. No, oh. no. Okay, you, good. Good. you had a girl giggle. Sorry. If he's smart, he ro- he would not put her on the line. Would you stop? I, I hate that sound. Yeah, so do all your patients, what? Doc. You do it all day. Because it sucks. <laughs> all right. Okay, good. Thanks, brother. Thanks for the call. No, 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 no. Oh. Hot wife online. Uh, no, you I don't. You want to get the wife online? No, it's all right. Oh, I please. Go. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Thanks, brother. All right. You're going to have to try harder next week. Doc stole the, the Drunk of the Week show this week. Yeah, I kind of thought I was up to some tough guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's yeah. a pro. Hey, good effort, right, good though. Good job, buddy. Good job. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. All right, everybody. And then we had our, our first listener, Virgin Listener. Oh, boy. Baloo. He'll never Baloo. be back. Says, uh, hey, man, this is for the first time live. I've been listening to the archives, blah, blah, blah. Simply awesome. And he says, hey, before everyone leaves the oh. chat, thanks for an awesome night. I will definitely be tuning in every Sunday. All right. Donate. Go. I like it when he tunes in. Babaloo. Babaloo. Man. What was that? What are you thinking? What was that awfulness? You invite me here and this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think, you'd think, Every week. You'd think either one of you two would have learned by now. Exactly. <laughs> I swear to go home. You do? No. That's a first. I know. <laughs> Depends on how much happy uh, the fun happens. Happy the fun. <laughs> it depends on how much fun happy who has. Look, look, if Barack Obama's going to be here. Okay. Oh, what? Yes. Hey, Doc. What? What was the name of the brewery that was on today? Uh, uh, Mifflin's Brewcase. Try it again. Um, um, um... Mid-Fins Boy Cooks. That's what I just said. I just said that just a second ago. Uh, You know what? It was amazing how I said that. (laughs) Stop that! I hate that. Uh, Is it going to hurt much longer? You know what? Justin, next time you... Uh That's what's going to happen to you. (laughs) That's what's going to happen to you. Exactly. 
shit. Don't make me come over there. <laughs> I can't close the show. It depends It depends on how much happy the fun Not happens. Not because I don't want to. There's no happy here. The computer has broken. I can't play the There's goddamn no close. I have never wanted to play the close so badly in my life. Yeah. Uh, JP, I'll sing it for you. Yeah, I'll sing it for you. Got any closing announcements? Pale Anything about Pale the store? Pale a friend of mine. Yeah. Dude, Pale is a friend of mine. I sure like a good behind. And the thing that happens all the time. And you know what all the stuff Be is. behind. And you know. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, possibly Homer and uh, oh. and and some guy who wrote a book, right? That's right. That means Taste White and Brew by Brian Yeager. Uh, great book, great book. And oh, yeah. Shat will make sure to promptly put the show on at 5 o'clock and then have us drag things out till 7.30 before we talk to anybody. Hey, good job. All the people you're talking to will be right there. Have yeah. a good night, everybody. Uh, can we do some uh, in the God of the Vita? I can't do anything. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.